0: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Drifting Pro-Am, and I am your host, Gerald Hernandez. This episode is brought to you by Aeromotive Fuel Systems. Aeromotive is the leading manufacturer of aftermarket high-performance fuel systems. The company's products are the fuel system components of choice for formerly drift drivers, Matt Field, and Dayo Aeromotive's fuel system customization shop is fully equipped to help you get your project car up and running. With fuel systems capable of supporting more than 3,000 horsepower, they're sure to be a solution for you. Visit AeromotiveInc.com and use code ProAm to get 10% off your entire order. Before we get into the show, um, I do want to actually before I even mention who's coming on, uh, I actually just want to make a begin shout out i guess um so clutch kitchen on instagram spelled with a k clutch kitchen um is actually going to be throwing an event for anybody that doesn't really know him uh he actually does like the uh food service at avs so when people throw events they usually kind of reach out to him like hey can you bring lunch and he kind of makes people lunch obviously not free he does charge Um, Anyways, he's actually throwing his own event. Uh, It's going to be called the After Party Cookout on October 24th. It is going to be a competition-style event. So, maybe, you know, not necessarily like a prime event, but, you know, uh, a grassroots competition, so to speak. Um, We got judges, Shom, (laughs) Shom, (laughs) sorry, Rome Charpentier, uh, Chelsea Denofa, and Kazuyo, to Gucci, so all Pro One judges. Um, special Guest Drivers, I believe Special Guest Drivers, I'd assume so. Uh, there's Raddan Burkett, Jeff Jones, and Adam Knapek. So, drivers are 80 bucks. Um After October 1st, it's 100 bucks, And then it is 10 bucks to get into the facility itself. So, be mindful of that. Um, and then what else do we got going on Here. team uh, hammer time and animal style will actually be there as well that's pretty cool um anyways if you guys want to register for this event you do have to reach out to him directly on instagram his name is Corey. i do not know if he has a facebook or not i just i do know that he is clutch kitchen on instagram but that's that Uh, You'll have to reach out to him for the rules as well. I don't know if your cages are required. The flyer does not say anything about a cage needing to be required, but I would assume there's some sort of uh, safety concern slash requirement in there. Uh, Anyways, moving on. This week's guests are uh, grassroots drivers... Who plan on doing prom in the future um Adam Billings and Logan shit sorry Logan sorry. I'm gonna butcher your name I hope it's right Logan Witchlocks. Witchlocks. it's it's a sorry terrible at this um but yeah two dudes uh actually pretty cool um sometimes it's it's funny like when I do these things and and people kind of like whoever it is I I speak with, sometimes I'm just like in a funk and I'll talk to someone and I'm just not feeling it. And then we end up like recording the episode and I usually end up really enjoying it. I think I've, I may have spoken about this before, maybe not on the podcast itself, but I have, I know I've personally told people, um, it's actually, they're usually like the podcast. I actually enjoy the most I've noticed since I've been doing this. Um, but super cool dudes, really fun conversation with these guys, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy this episode of Drifting Pro-Am. Thank you for listening. All right, we're recording. Don't worry about the first couple of minutes, I'll cut it off. So, just want to make sure that it's recording. Yeah, sure thing. I hear you guys, no problem, hopefully. Um, that's where
1: we're
0: Yeah, I'll just ramble on on some gibberish. Sorry about that long delay. Um, yeah, this is the worst. I decided to like, update for whatever reason. It's trash. Um, in the Mac, I was like halfway through setting it up and then this computer finally turned up. But it's recording now, so of remember. course.
2: Perfect. So are you on the Windows PC now or the Mac? We're on the Windows. Because <laughs> I was like halfway through so like, the logging Windows all the way. Thing. No, oh,
0: not for me. Not for me. Golly, as soon <laughs> as this is done, I'm setting this other computer up in the background. Uh, it's all shit, shit Even like Zoom locked me out of my account for like a day. Oh no. Thirty minutes. Classic. whatever. I don't know. Hey, at That's least cool. you know how to use Zoom. Barely. Barely. How long it took me to get into this one.
3: <laughs> I mean I had I had my wife in here setting it up for me. I was like, um, help?
2: Yeah, we had yeah. his wife in here trying to help us figure out how to use it. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Like, uh, what is what is this number we need? Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit of a mess. Here. Yeah, that's how it goes. Working on it. Trying to do better. Um, But I guess we'll just get right into it. If you guys want to go ahead and introduce yourselves, uh, we can start with Logan. Logan, sorry. Then we can move over to Adam, even though it says your wife's name is Sarah, I assume. So
2: That's what it says on the screen
0: right now. Yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> right. Logan, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah. Uh, who you are, what you do, where you drive. Yeah. So
2: I am. Yeah. So I'm Logan Wicklatch. Um, my nickname is Yibo, not like Yeeboo. It's Yebo. Um I drive a 2013 Cyan FRS and I like driving it into concrete barriers, apparently, because uh, I've done that twice so far this season. Um, I live in Wisconsin, so I remember there was one podcast that you were you were talking to somebody and then you're like, well, I don't know anybody in fucking Wisconsin. Well, now you do, so you don't have an excuse anymore. Um, so I do just a lot of grassroots stuff. I haven't really gotten into any competition yet, just mm-hmm. because I've I've just started drifting last season. Um I'm really hoping to focus a lot. More in media, um, so especially for Adam, I think he's got a lot of potential as a driver. So I want to focus on media for him, and then continue driving myself. And then the like my my big goal is to do pro am within the next couple of years. Oh, nice. Um, but that's kind of one of my bigger goals. Yeah, for and sure. Now you just said it. And then which car do you drive again? We're farting right now. Which car? Yeah. Uh, I drive a
0: Cyan FRS. Okay, I, I remember you saying it. I know one of you guys is enemy in me in right? Yeah. Okay. That's I remember the FRS hit a wall. Okay. <laughs> my, my brain's everywhere right now. Uh, did, oh yeah, you were just messaging me about how it's not working again. What what happened to it?
2: The FRS? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, we went to one of our local-ish tracks. Is US Air. Um, it's in Shawano, Wisconsin, and it's, it's kind of like a, a big, small track. And, um, so I did like, there's a skid pad there. So I did that, went to intermediate and I was doing pretty good on intermediate. So I went to the advanced section and the advanced section has a lot of elevation changes. Um, there's kind of a section of the track that's pretty close to each other. So Mm. they have concrete barriers in between the two. Um, and that's also where you enter so i did like three or four runs and one of the staff members was like hey don't be afraid of the entry like go in there just point the car where you want to go you should be you know you should be fine and then uh, i went in and i entered a little too early and uh, i straightened and instead of like pointing the wheel to the right and then flooring it Mm -hmm. and getting away from the wall i panic braked and then as soon as i went into the grass i was like oh shit i'm rebuilding the front of the car again so, I mean, it happened. I've got a lot of the repairs started already. Mm-hmm. Um. Now I just need to order, like, parts of the radiator support and, like, a bash bar. And um, I actually ordered an angle kit today because I broke a control arm. Mm. And I've been just on, like, modded knuckles and stuff. So, I figured today is the day to make the jump. And I should be back and driving, you know, within a couple of months here. Nice. What you end up going with for an angle kit? Or whose? Um, so, I went with part shop max and that's just because you know like i've heard a lot of people say really good things about uh fdf Mm -hmm. um but i've just been talking with tommy at part shop max and i mean the customer service has been super good um i had a a coilover break in the front um because there's a different spacer you need because of the way that the coilover walks back and forth yeah uh, with extended lower arms and uh he got me you know new coilovers and all the hardware to fix it shipped out you know super fast and every time i have a question he responds like right away so um you know in, in that situation i just i feel like the customer service is is so much or it's worth it for sure yeah getting that uh, stuff out to
3: you so fast too is because we were like in between events so we had kind of a small window yeah so it was like pretty big to get that car so we could go to usr
2: yeah, yeah no, absolutely yeah and then also with the frs so it's uh burning a lot of oil it looks like a tractor when i started up <laughs> so i'm hoping that little fa20 lasts the rest of the season so i can rebuild it um God, yeah Steve, man. so awesome. let's hope that it lasts Eat a
0: small story about those fa20s my buddy got an frx i was like i don't know something was wrong with it anyways he was driving it one day and all of a sudden out of nowhere it just died on him and then it ended up having uh like blowing a head gasket. Like just cruising down the freeway. And even like he was Yikes. just accumulating parts for like the five speed swap. So now he's got like a five speed swap on top of like getting a, a built motor with like a supercharger for it. On like a big old build mm-hmm. for like what, what do you guys get at of three hundred horsepower feel like
2: Yeah, so that's one thing that I've been really Struggling, well, not so much struggling with, but really just kind of deciding on. Um, so the FA-20 can can make around like 280-ish wheel horsepower reliably. Okay. Um, the biggest thing is the transmissions are glass, you know, as with a lot of Subaru transmissions. Um, another issue is the oiling. So um, what'll happen is you just lose oil pressure. So you can get like a baffle plate that'll help a lot. Um, You can get, there's a upgraded oil pump, but you have to mill out the front plate on the engine, the timing plate. Um, Another issue a lot of FRSs have is the valve spring recall, on the 2013 models. And that mine was done, but luckily mine was done by somebody who knew what they knew what they were doing. Um, But what happens is that engine is sealed together with a lot of like silicone sealant Mm -hmm. and uh, that, silicone will break off and then get stuck in the oil pickup and then you lose oil pressure and then you throw rods. Um, but the day I got mine done, I did, I threw an oil pressure gauge in and I haven't had any issues, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think what I'm going to do for mine is I'm going to run it the rest of the season and then I'll do like gaskets, ARP studs, um, just enough to make the engine reliable at 250 wheel horsepower um And then that should be enough to, to last me quite a while. Yeah. Uh, right now, I'm totally happy with just, I've got like a full exhaust, stock airbox, and a E85 tune. Mm-hmm. Um And I mean, that feels super good to me.
0: Yeah, I, I had uh Brian Dowden on here before. And uh, I think he's gone through like six or seven of those FA-20s. They have not been good to him in any way.
2: Now I really like that podcast, though, because he had some good information.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But especially- also, I feel like...
3: What? I also feel like the budget on, like, six
0: FA-20s has got to be nuts, because they're not cheap. No, Dude, not they're like all. six
2: grand an engine.
0: I don't know if he was spending that much, because I think he's, like, accumulated, like, so much parts over the years. But, like, uh, I'm actually really cool with... One- we have a mutual friend named Yuan. And he was telling me that he finally convinced him to go. I, I don't know if he was just bullshitting me or if he actually went K.A. Like he's going to do a K.A. swap. A that would flying. be cool. I've never like seen that. it a K.A.? Yeah, I think so. I might be wrong. Or I don't know if he said a K-Series Honda. So I'm not sure. I'm going I'm to have to ask him. Actually, oh, but actually um, <laughs> if it Adam, is a
3: K.A., that's got to be the coolest swap I've ever heard of.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Uh, Adam, if you actually want to go ahead and introduce yourself. And all the fun stuff you drive, where you drive.
3: Yeah, for sure. So my name's Adam Billings. Um, I'm from Elmhurst, Illinois. I drive a 99 Miata. Um, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, my goals, I'm aiming to be, I want to do a Pro-Am event next year. Mm-hmm. Not a full season, because I don't think myself or the car is ready for that. But I want to be at one event, kind of see where I'm at with the car and, like, how we're doing as, like, a, as a team, Yeah. And then the year after, I want to do a season is the kind of the plan. I would really, really like to go down and try a clutch kickers event as well, just to say that I've done it and like drive against some of the people there. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would like to work that into the plans. But yeah, that's kind of the, I mean, I I have more. So like the, um, there's also a Drift Indie Street League up here. I think I've heard of it. And they, it's a little bit more style based. Okay.
0: What's that? No, I'm saying I think I heard of it.
3: Yeah, it's a little bit more style-based, um, mm-hmm. but they do, like, a full season and stuff. So they require things like interior, and they want your car to, like, be presentable. You don't, they don't want you to bring, like, a gutted-out track car. Yeah. Um, but they hold pretty regular competition, and I think, you know, any competition right now would be really cool to be in. So that's – I would like to do that as well,
0: kind of stack it all on. Yeah, no, that'd be cool. I'm actually kind of getting over pro as well. I'd rather kinda, I rather kind of... I like competing. I like that aspect of it. Uh, it just kind of like challenges you and it kind of gives you like this... Uh, I don't know, necessarily a goal to achieve, I guess. You know, it doesn't necessarily need to be an FD licensing series, but just some type of competition because you don't really get that when you go to like a grassroots event of any kind. I mean, unless they specify like, hey, it's just a basic old comp, but I can't really show up in this Pro-Am car. Like a lot of people aren't cool with that. They're like this is a comp for street cars, not for some asshole who thinks he's gonna make it to FD. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: I mean? um, yeah, like that's one of the things is drifting you will yeah. according to their rule book, they'll like kick you out if you show up with a non like street style car. They'll be like, that's, No, you can't drive.
0: That's kinda why I got my other caddy. Um and I'm thinking about just like swapping all the suspension and shit over and just going out there with that thing with the, I think it's at like two hundred and twenty horsepower at the crank. And it still weighs oh, like thirty four hundred pounds. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> they'll be like, "Go ahead." I could probably get it down to like thirty cool. four hundred with me in it if I pull the carpets up, because they're fucking heavy. The carpets are heavy. The carpet and the front seat alone, I think they weigh. The two front seats are like eighty pounds a piece because they're both electric and stuff. And then the carpets, uh-huh. uh, front back and they're like probably like four inches thick there's nothing there's no um, like sound ending material on these cars it's all carpet so they make up of that with like four inches hmm. four inch thick carpet it's pretty absurd like there's so that much Cadillac like ride though uh, it's the worst it's all rubber bushings on the car like having like 400 horsepower so it rides like thick like the whole um, diff where it sits it just moves around which is why these things always break. Like, they're known for breaking the diffs.
3: Yeah, actually. I think you were talking about that at one point. We had one come into work,
1: uh-huh. and
3: they were like, oh, like, there's a there's a noise in the rear or something, and I was like, it's a diff, guaranteed, and it
0: was. <laughs> yeah, they clunked. Actually, uh, I don't know, John yep. Schaefer, I've brought him up on the show before, he posted a picture of his Miata he has, and he has a fucking CTS diff in it. I was like, that was an upgrade? Really? Yeah, that's what I said. He's like, yeah, it's upgraded. I was like, ah, that's <laughs> not enough. an upgrade. Um, yeah, I, don't, I don't know.
3: I mean, the Miata diffs are like, okay, but I don't know if I would trust that Caddy diff either. No,
0: no. I mean, I don't even have, I don't have the CTS one. I have like the SUV version in the last year. So by the time they all got it, finally got it fixed. So it works for now. Um,
2: Heck yeah. What do you have done to yeah, your luckily- car? Yeah, luckily... Luckily with the FRS, um, those diffs are pretty solid. So like all the dudes that have LS swaps, a lot of them still run the stock diff without issue. What kind of what kind of gear gear
0: final drive options do you guys have in the stock diff?
2: Um, so with the FRS, let me look up. Um, so. It's a 444, four, 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 and then you can put a diff from an IS-300. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like the automatic or something. I, I looked into it a little bit. Um, so like gearing isn't something that I've really... That's a 4.7, I think.
0: But aren't those kind of like designed for the way those, the TJ stuff is? Or from my understanding, I actually don't understand it completely. But I know that like a lot of the TJ guys run a different uh, length of the final drive than like an LS guy. Why? I don't know. I haven't looked that yeah. far into it. But yeah. I do remember uh, George K. mentioning something about like how everyone's like on like, a four ten ish general um, for like the LS stuff, and then his Jay Z was like on a four as
2: opposed to that yeah that could be i've never never had to look into it so i'm not 100 sure yeah I'm um, the same way. i don't even well, know it yeah yeah luckily yeah. the stock diffs it's kicking ass so. yeah luckily the stock diff has been doing me doing me well for like the stuff i do i've just had issues with axles breaking um oh really but i did some stuff to fix that would you would you end yeah. up having to do to get the axles um, to stop so um part shot max makes a diff and subframe riser and what it does, it just raises a diff and then it raises a subframe too. Mm-hmm. So right now my diff is sitting against my trunk floor, um, okay. but it fixes the the axle geometry. Yeah, so when the axles so are, are, are like... at an angle, yeah, it weakens the CV joints. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so like I had stock power and I was on like, uh, I don't remember what tires it was. Maybe it was like some really old dry rotted Federals at like 35 pounds last year and i broke a broke a stock axle um oh, wow. this year i've been running like uh west lakes at 20 pounds and i haven't had a single issue all season nice. is, is west Lakes something yeah. you've been using for a while or is that like your go-to tire um so i've been using Yeah. So like last year, I kind of just used a bunch of scrubs and like random wheels that my friends would sell to me. And I'd be like, yo, I'll give you $200 for this set of wheels with tires that I can burn off. And they'd be like, yeah, sure. Um, I did order some Federals. So I used Federals, which are super grippy on the FRS, Mm -hmm. um, stock power at least. And then this season, I I made the mistake of ordering uh, Achilles ATR Sport 2s. And I like ordered about... 16 of them because they're super cheap. What did you and, not like uh, about... I've destroyed what what did you not like about them? Um, so at at Gld, which is our our local skid pad, it's super slippery. Um, I would do like three laps uh, and it's like 30 seconds on and then you're off for a couple of minutes and they would just blow apart delaminate like crazy and then at us air um so there was one set brand new tires went out did a couple donuts on the skid pad um and then i did one run on intermediate and they blew apart um and then the there was another set where i would go out i do two two laps get off i'd spray my tires go back out so it's like that set did okay but the rest of them was like one lap and they were just destroyed so i just posted the rest of the, the extras i have on facebook and i sold four of them today hopefully i can sell the rest um just because yeah they're not they're not working too good for me i didn't have a problem with them because i ran them before like on my old bmw
0: and i they did great uh, then again it really was i was barely able to like complete a lap and, uh, like, without spitting oh, out, sure. Like an <laughs> asshole in a, at a problem. Um, and, uh like, so they lasted long. So I thought they were, like, great tires. So, like, I I was uh, speaking highly of them. And then I finally got my shit together and can beat a lap.
2: And they would be kind of toast by the end of the lap. If not the second. Yeah, time. and so another thing I've heard, too is that the the ATR sports are are decent but the sport 2s are are the ones that delaminate um and shortly after I ordered all 16 of them you know I was kind of just like looking and seeing it was like, I wasn't even looking at reviews, but reviews were popping up left and right. And it was just like guys with stock KA 240s, and they're like, I'd avoid these, they delaminated. And then there'd be guys with FRSs, like, avoid these, they delaminate. I was like, oh no, what have it I done? Wild. It was wild, like chasing you
3: because you would put like a new set of tires on, and we would go out for a run, and it'd be like, one run, two run, and I would start seeing tire bits come flying off. <laughs> oh,
0: <shit>. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: like,
3: no way.
0: <laughs> Put those on I, I, uh, I re- speaking of yeah, like a, so. a cheaper tire I recently ran some Milestars. stars uh, great tire for competition like 100% because you know how you know when you go out for comp you can you just do one lap or you know, the you, you go out for one lap and then you don't get another lap for like at least like 10 minutes so your tires have time to cool um, so when you go back out they'll last a pretty decent time and they won't really chunk too much. But I took them to uh, AVS, and that track is, like, so long. So by the time you get to, the, like, the last turn, like, you have to either cool the car down for a little while, or the tires, rather, uh, to make them last a little longer. Because if not, as soon as I hit that second lap, I would just blow them away. So I would come back in with, oh, with, 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 um, with the bubbles coming back, and you can hear them, too as you're as you're rolling you hear like you're
2: Yeah.
0: little it's kind of it's
2: thunk, 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 thunk. Yeah, yeah
0: great tire for comp. I mean I mean maybe they're not the grippiest, but if you can set your car up and throw like more mechanical grip in it, like you're fine. Um, but maybe not for Holland. I think Candace are still <laughs> like the king. And then, while I was there at this set event, somebody was there actually testing a new federal uh, compound, and they did 28 laps. Hot laps. Well, not not all of them were hot laps. Um, he would do several hot laps at a time, and then he ended up getting 28, and then he gave his tires to another driver to kill them off, and he got another six laps, and he had the driver he gave him to had substantially more horsepower, at least like 200 more horsepower than he did. Um, and he still got six laps out of him. Straight hot laps uh, before he ended up uh, blowing them apart. But it came down to like the wires and then they finally separated. So That's crazy.
2: Hopefully, those come out soon.
0: Those things are <laughs> be
2: yeah, that'd be nice. I'll be ready to order them. going to candidate or no? Yeah, and another reason too. I've been kind of selling off my spares is because uh, I ordered two o five forties, which is what a lot of guys run on stock power FRSs. Um, but I feel like I I was running the two o five forties at like twenty pounds on the skid pad, mm-hmm. and um, I I was definitely like just second gear. It was just lots of wheel speed and the car wasn't going anywhere yeah. and i have so i've got like zero toe, um one degree of camber in the rear so i could tow in a little bit um but i'm trying to just adjust my grip with the tires and trying to avoid tow in just because i have such low horsepower um you know quote unquote low horsepower um so i think what i'm gonna do is try like 225 40s uh, i'm gonna try some maybe Maybe uh, probably not Federals because those are super sticky. Maybe some just like some cheaper economy tires. Um, in a 225-40. Mm-hmm. Also, my cats running around. Yeah. Say hello to my cat Snow.
0: Yeah, I'm a dog guy, <laughs> I'm not a cat person. Yeah, my buddy Sean, that's yeah, me too, show, but so I can't far. have a dog here. Oh, okay. Jessica, for yeah. once a day? I was like, not with our dogs, They'll
2: that thing before. Yeah, they're, they're really fun until they're not. Yeah. And uh, Adam, how long have you been drifting?
0: Yeah. So I've been driving for... This is about year
3: two and a half. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I've been going for a little bit, but I drove... Um, like five or six years, I think it was like six years of autocross and like track driving before this.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so I like, back then I was like super new, you know, I was like, oh, like first getting into racing or whatever. Um, but then I'm, I saw drifting and I was like, I should, I should probably give this a try. And yeah. once I did that, I, I think since I started drifting, I've been to two autocrosses. Yeah, I, I think I did one of those in the
0: past, but this is
3: yeah, it, it was fun and it taught me a lot, but I went sideways purposely and that was it. I was I pulled up the skid pad for the first time ever. Uh, I remember like driving off, turning to my buddy and I was like, "Well, I don't have to drive the track ever
0: again. I'm done." Yeah, like I'm good. Yeah, it's uh yeah, I was like, "I know what I'm doing." I remember I went once in like my old Cadillac, the one that I crashed. And um I had no business being out there to begin with, and then the car ended up getting sideways on me. And he's, and then when I got back, like to go back in line, he's like, "Hey, are you done doing that? Because we don't do that here." I was like, "Yeah, sorry." (laughs) They were not (laughs) going. Okay, okay. Uh, Well, last
3: year, um, a bunch of my really close friends are like into autocross and track driving, and they're really fast. But so I went to autocross with them, Mm -hmm. and we know the coordinators. And so I took the drift car. I took the Miata and you know i wasn't like the fastest um it was cool though because you could hang the back end out and um like do the slalom with the angle kit oh so like the car was getting sideways but it was roll you know so it was was pretty cool but i took one of the coordinators out and instead of like doing a fast run i drifted the course yeah so anytime there was a sweeper we were sideways yeah and she was laughing and she's a little bit older she was just like stop it stop it but like having a great time. She's like, I'm not so,
0: supposed to
3: like this. Right, I'm not supposed to let you <laughs> do this, but this is fun. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, how'd you guys actually? If you guys want to do one at a time, how'd you uh, guys like find drifting? Where is it? Obviously, it's everywhere now. The movies, to, like, how did you guys
1: get into
0: it? Yeah. Um. So the,
3: there's a Ryan Turk video from like six or seven years ago. I think it's seven years ago. But with him drifting the forest or like a forest preserve. And I remember oh, okay. watching that and thinking like this what is was the in? coolest thing I've ever seen. Huh? What car was he in? Uh, it was the black two forty. Okay, oh,
1: so I don't know. That's performance.
3: No, my- oh, yeah, it was like a black mm. two forty. I don't know what it was in, maybe an SR. But it was oh, like yeah. very looking back now, I watched it recently. Mm. Um it was really basic. Like, I think it was like a stock handbrake, um, like a basic harness, but just watching him drive through there. And I was like, this is so cool. I should do that. And then I took a huge break and didn't do it for some reason. Yeah. I, but that was the first time I ever saw it. I was like, this is sometime I'm going to do that. Do, do you regret not getting into it sooner? Yeah. Yeah. Like, looking back on it now, like, I look at, like, I've always liked cars a lot, even since I was a kid. Actually, when I was real little, I told my dad I was going to go out in the garage and build an Indy car, mm-hmm. nice. um, <laughs> which didn't work out great. No, you no, can no. imagine. <laughs> imagine this. Yeah, take a little but, but um, yeah, it was like two by fours and stuff, and it, like just the shape, whatever. Um, but yeah, like I was like drifting. Our we had an E two fifty van, mm-hmm. like the, that was like our family car, yeah. and like in the winter, I would go out and go sideways in it because it was rear wheel drive. I was like ripping the handbrake on my um, my dad's Corolla in the winter, you know, nice. and, like counter steering and like flooring it. Yeah. So in retrospect, retrospect I probably should have started this way earlier, but it probably helped that I had like all the autocross and stuff to like work on corrections and yeah. like fast movements. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I wish I had started earlier for sure.
0: What about you, Logan? Did you get into all this fun stuff? Um uh,
2: yeah, so I mean, when I was when I was younger, like a teenager, um, I was super into like BMX and uh, parkour and stuff like that. So do like free running, um, and then BMX. So like, it's kind of one of those things where a lot of the BMX guys kind of went into drifting. Um, but before I was even into that, so like me and my me and my buddy Tyler would like race RC cars and stuff. And I had an RC drift car. Um, and I always wanted, like, I remember sitting in my uh, like middle school class and I was like, I'm going to, I going to be a, a drift driver someday. Like I want to drive race cars. Yeah. And um, I remember there's this, there's this kid. Um, I won't say his name, but he's like, no, you can't do that because it's, it's not legal. You can't do that on the streets. I was like, no, you do it on a track. Um, and then like, Four, yeah, four or five years ago, I bought the FRS and Mm. I bought it originally because I needed something to build my credit. So I financed it and the bank needed something that was less than a certain amount of years old. Um, So I ended up buying it from a guy, um, actually Burst Speed. Some people might know him. He's got a pink R32 and a blue rotary Miata um but i ended up buying the car from him i didn't have any plans on drifting it at all i was kind of like a stance kid i had a bunch of civics before that um and then just last year i went to gld our local and i kind of just uh like went out did a couple of, a couple of laps and I had issues with like traction control not turning off so I was spinning out like every every single corner yeah um and I was like oh my god this is so much fun and then I went back after disabling ABS and I was able to like I wasn't linking everything but I was just like straightening in between the the figure eights but it was still so much fun and it kept on going on and on from there um so last season I did 13 events in a row, like weekends in a row. Oh, and I would just like street drive my car to the track yeah. and I'd have like just shitty spares on my trailer and in my trunk. Um, cause I had a little trailer I'd pull with the FRS is pretty neat. And then I would drive for five hours and then drive oh, home. And luckily great. I had no issues at all. Um, and it's funny too, because like Adam and I haven't always been super close friends. Uh, we kind of, sort of met twice. So a while ago I was setting a set of like 16 inch wheels off of, I had a Cyanix X B that I had like on the ground and I, I sold them on Facebook and he ended up buying them. And then I pulled up, I think it was the first or second time to GLD. And I was like, wait a minute, dude, did you, did you buy these on Facebook? And he's like, yeah. I was like, dude, those are my wheels. I sold those to you. And then, so we started talking and then i think it was like my my fourth or fifth event he was just like hey do you want to do tandem and i was like uh sure and then it, it went on from there i mean we drove together so much um and then i mean now we've like started our own like drift team uh group type of deal and it's yeah it's crazy it's been an absolute ride it's been uh let, let's just put it this way. I was starting to save for a house at the beginning of last year, and now I have no money, <laughs> but it's so worth it. Yeah, that's
0: the Same year. Uh, this question is going to be for both of Let us start with Adam. What is your dream drifter? Oof. Just like, no, anything, anything. Anything. Oh, man. To be a fucking beautiful saber.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think, I mean, so I think something that would be really cool would be some sort of skyline build. Like,
0: I like to me, say that, I that would why. be really, really okay.
3: like, a, like a 32. I don't know what motor like in it. a
0: 32. It's but, 32. Well, huh? Ryan literal says the so, RB is the best thing ever, so that's the way to go. Honestly, it yeah, comes with a great motor. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't uh, shit on Jay, the RB. He just kind of like, he set himself up a <laughs> whole summer. I mean, leading up to FD and then all that shit has happened to him recently. So, it's kind of fun. Uh, <laughs> I, I do like the RB in Skyline. I don't know if I necessarily like it outside of it. That makes sense. Yeah, and they're so expensive. Yes! It's fucking ridiculous. So they expensive. sound so good, though. I will say, it's I like, if like, you, like the way it sounds better than Jay
3: 100%. Yeah, I mean, RB is amazing. They sound, sound amazing, yeah. but like, you pop an RB, like, what, 10 Gs instantly? That's it. Yeah. You pop an LS? Huh. I'll buy LS. one. Yeah, <laughs> Three, yeah. like a K. if you pop like a like a K series, it's like 800 bucks
0: or something. Yeah. So, an R32, actually, that's, that's actually the, I don't like the 33. I do like the 32. It's probably one of the very few Japanese cars I like outside of like the R34 and the Evo 8. Outside of that. Yeah. Pictureless. So
3: <laughs> I, like, I, I don't know if I've ever owned an American car to be to be fair I've never had a V8 I do want a V8 at some point uh, but
0: that's kind of what I grew up around it's kind of all I know outside of like the Jeeps I had in the past that have like a straight 6 those, those things are tanks yeah. like the um, if you ever look at a Jeep 4.0 their they're exhaust and the intake is on the same side of the head so it doesn't like flow through it flows in and then it flows back out so it's like no matter what you do if you try to get cold air in there it's not going to be cold it's always going to be like heat soaked right in that section bro uh, Yummy. the hot air filter for <laughs> yeah you gotta love that what about you logan what would be your dream drift field
2: Oh, dude. So, okay. Everybody who's He's listening right. right now needs to Google fourth gen legacy wagon. So the fourth gen legacy wagon is my favorite car in the world. Okay. I just sold mine and I've, I've just been crying myself to sleep every night since then. So if you take a fourth gen Subaru wagon and you throw a LS in it with like a CD um and a handbrake, and you do a little bit of fabrication to the subframe, it could be a ripper. My my end goal in life, like, I, I don't have big dreams of like, oh, I need to be a professional driver. I don't need a million dollars. All I need is a fourth gen legacy drift car. Mm-hmm. Those things are so, and it needs to be a wagon. It needs be wagon. to be a wagon so that I can show up and be like, hey, Jimmy, want to see me mow the lawn? And then I'll just go do donuts in your lawn because it's a lawnmower. <laughs> But that is the goal. I do like, um, I do like that it's oddball. Other than.
0: That is what? That it's an oddball build. It's not like something very generic and something everyone has to
2: do. Oh, man. Like Let me tell you if somebody, if somebody sold me like a V8 swapped Legacy, I would trade them the FRS and I wouldn't trade the FRS for anything. Except a V8 swapped yeah, Subaru. Exactly. Except for a V8 swapped Subaru. <laughs> Um, I mean, other than that, like it, so if, if I didn't have the oddball Ob- build, mm. it would be just like a, an Altezza or an IS 300. I have a, a soft spot for those cars.
0: I actually almost got a Altezza at one point. I was kind of looking between that and, the, uh, because my, my friend had had one for sale that in the E 46 when I originally got into this and that was almost the car I was going to grab. Granted, I'm glad it wasn't.
2: Yeah. And it's. It's crazy because I remember, um, so like right after high school, I kind of like traded cars a lot. I was one of those guys. Um, and I had a a legacy sedan that I almost traded for an IS 300 and man, I wish I would have done it.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, but it was kind of like clapped. It was super clapped. Um, so I didn't do it, but looking back, I wish I did because I would be a millionaire right now. the value has gone up like crazy.
3: I had a guy offer to trade me for my GTI back in the day for a IS three hundred as well, and I was like, "Oh, like I saw some rust on it," and I was like, "No, that's okay, that's okay," and no. Well, then I sold the GTI and bought the Nissan, so it's like, man, eh. it worked out. But sure. IS three hundred been cool.
2: I don't think you even told him about the Nissan. No.
1: So uh, uh,
3: I, I also I own a Skyline. You that did? is, where you do that. Uh, That's like the other build. It hasn't started yet because of the Miata. Uh Like I need the Miata to be um, like fully where I want it before I start this one. But I sold my GTI Mm -hmm. and then bought a '92 Skyline GTST, not not a GTR. I'm not balling.
0: Which which I don't know anything about this. So Um, so it's got it's a RB20. So it's like the
3: little motor
1: Uh
3: and. Um, it's a rear-wheel drive, not all-wheel drive.
0: So you're kind of like almost there to your, your dream build? Like you, uh, Yeah. You so thought, like I've got, you got I've got the, the car. car. I just need Is to it, like... Are, are you four-door? I've or got the two-door? car. I just need to put time and money in. Yeah. Talk tons? on shit, man. Do you have a four-door or two-door? Two-door.
3: Nice. So two-door RB20 yeah no like super exciting when the opportunity came up i had ah man because i was i was budgeting for pro-am
1: mm-hmm.
3: um i was budgeting for pro-am so i had all this money pulled aside for like hotels food travel like all that stuff put aside and um I, this came up and i was like well i'm never going to get another shot at getting a skyline at this price so i, I pulled the trigger and like that was it, I it. um so i like
0: if you don't mind me asking what you get it
1: for.
3: Oh, you're cutting in and out a little, sorry.
0: It's you. I said, if you if you don't mind me asking is me, it what you get it for. Yeah, I think so. Or maybe it is me. Oh, shoot. I don't know. Are you guys on um, Wi Fi so... or are you guys hardlining? You, you
3: got it for five grand.
0: That's not bad. And that Which... wait, that wasn't running, right? That's kind of like need Oh
3: no, running, driving. Oh, shit. I mean, it needs. Yeah, no, no, it you someone to go through it a little bit because, yeah. like, it was modified in Japan, and then it was modified in Texas, and by the time I got it, like, you know, you know how people are—they don't do a great job sometimes.
0: Uh, um, no, it's not necessarily they don't do a great job. I don't want to shit on anybody who's trying to work on their own thing, but maybe they just don't have the most experience and they're doing the best they can. I mean,
3: that's true. You that's know, it's a better way of putting, putting it for behind. sure. It's definitely
1: not. But,
0: um, and is it running and driving still, or you have you started like taking it apart and
1: all that stuff?
3: No, no. I just uh, it was at my parents'
0: house. Oh, so I swapped
3: the uh, Miata over there tonight and drove it back to my place. Oh, so sweet. it is currently running. Yeah, no, it was it was a really really cool moment. Um, and like I never really thought that I would have the chance to like have one, and no, so when it came that. up. I was like, well, shoot, man, I, I kind of have to. Like, this is... this I can't pass this up because I'll regret it for sure. Yeah, I have, like, a long list of cars
0: that I would do that for. And they're... None of them are drift-friendly. They're all, like... I think the newest <laughs> one is, like, in the early 80s. So it's, like, the, the G-Body Malibus, the Coupe, and then pretty much anything or like, a Buick Skylark. 64, 65. Cutlass, 64 only. Just a whole bunch of shit, you know, Which are like pop ball too. Uh, but to find like that car that you've always wanted, that's kind of envying. Especially to find that, like when you have yeah, the money in your hand, like, like, oh. You don't always have the money when the deals come through. Yeah. Yeah. People don't talk exactly. about that. Exactly. And it was <laughs> people large. don't talk about that. <laughs>
3: yeah yeah and like i had just sold the gti because i had like a, a gti track car sitting for like a two years or something in storage just i hadn't touched it and i was like Fah, i'm gonna get rid of this thing now i haven't driven it in two years and then like i had the cash and it came up and i was like oh my god no way i remember the first time i saw one ever in the states i know where i was i know what i was driving and what i was doing some dude drove by and I was like, "Holy shit! I need one of those."
0: Yeah. Have you guys actually seen, Have you seen Trenton Beaches? I don't. I don't think I have. Yeah,
2: yeah I, I don't have know, know if you f-
0: follow him on Instagram, but his is pretty sick. Um, his is actually pretty good. I you know, like his as well. Uh, I, I haven't. Well, he hasn't really been posting. He hasn't really done Instagram a whole lot lately, anyway. Um. Uh, but last year he was posting a lot about it and was like putting it together The looks really nicer if he still the it yeah yeah. Um, have to check it out for sure so you guys are like talking about like going to crime and stuff what are you guys doing to kind of like prepare yourself for that like what do you you know how Have like, you guys have the rule book yeah, you yeah so yep yeah. So like, it, the safety stuff is, like, the biggest yeah. concern. You gotta have the cage, the correct cage. Um, you need know, have a couple of uh, safety items. You know, the Halo-C, if you don't already have it. Um, you know, I think a lot of people are gonna, like, get overwhelmed, is the best way to kind of describe it. And they realize, like, all this shit adds up to, like, five grand, just to get that in. A cage can cost you anywhere yeah. from like depending on who's doing it, there's some guy who's good who's just starting. You have to find this guy though. Um, like eighteen hundred bucks to start. And then I've seen cages go up to like three to five grand just for the cage. And then you have a halo yeah, seat. So... Those are like minimum, seven hundred bucks. Uh, suppression system, I think I paid like four fifty to my door. Neck restraint. That's like two, three. I got like the cheapest of the cheapest shit.
1: Um, <laughs> do,
0: you, do you guys plan on buying this stuff step by step? If you guys do do that, or do you have some of that already? Yeah. So I've already. What? Yeah. So I've already started. Um,
3: mm-hmm. When I bought, so I had this is my second Miata. Like year, we talked about this like two and a half years in. Year one, I had like a rusty stock miata that you know it was like oh like i'm gonna go try this yeah um i found a frame a hole in the frame but at <laughs> the end of the season when i went to install my angle kit that i purchased i was like oh that's not safe if i get hit we could be in real trouble um so i bought the, another this chassis that i have now and at that point i kind of knew i was like i want to be driving i want to be driving pro-am mm-hmm. you know yeah. i don't would it be cool to go to like pro spec or pro one or something? Yeah. But like financially, like that's not really a reality, you know? So like my goal, I'm going to go drive pro-am. Um, so I started working from there. So I have like, I partnered with, um, Ruds racing out of union, Grove, Wisconsin, or they just moved to Elk Grove, Illinois, but you know, 20 minutes difference or so. Yeah.
1: Um,
3: so they put the cage in for so I don't trust myself to weld in a cage. I trust myself with a lot of things, but Safety I, was like, is I don't have the time it. to like, like do this the proper way. Yeah. Um, and so I'm working with them. They put the cage in. Um, like I have neck restraints. Actually, I hit a 350Z going, we were like, he's, he spun in front of me, and I hit him with the side of my car. I felt my neck go this way a little bit. And I was like, "Sounds instantly, next day I purchased it. It's not worth it to,
1: you
3: know, get injured or something like that. So I have the rule book like saved on one of my tabs. And every time I do the modification of a car, does it fit in the rule book? Is this going to help me like put the car ready for pro-am? Yes or no. You know, yeah. Do we do it? Yes or no.
1: Gotcha.
3: So, hmm. yeah, so it's been going, it's going pretty well, but it's, it is a lot of money. Like you know, you're not joking about like oh like five grand super fast. It's yeah, it's it is. so easy.
0: But but a lot of people kind of like see that and they kind of get overwhelmed and kind of discouraged. And I, I don't want that. I, I want to see like more people do this. And I think that if they can, people can kind of realize like you just do one thing at a time. If you can only afford to do, uh, like you can only afford like the five hundred bucks for the suppression system. Uh, don't quote me on this because I don't I can't go look at it right now. I don't think there's a, I don't think these are dated, or maybe they are. That's a double check. Um, But there's certain things you can do. For one, for instance, the cage is definitely one of them. Uh, And and I think, I might be wrong too, because the way I do business in my field is, okay, you, I talk to the customer and I tell them like, hey, it's going to be X amount of dollars, but I need a deposit for this. Once I get the deposit, I'll order the parts, do the work. Um, Partial of the work. When it's done, I will bill you for. And then when it's done, when it's completed, I'll bill you for the final. And I think fucking Jesus. And I think sorry. And I think uh, (laughs) I'm in my garage. That's why. Yes. I don't know if you saw me like duck. Um, And I think if people can kind of like set it up like that, where as opposed to like, oh no, I want like. You have to pay me five grand all at once. Whatever you're charging for certain things, it can kind of discourage people to not go that route. So, I, and that's what I've had in the drifting community only to so where, uh, at least in my personal experience, when I ask somebody to do something, the only thing I've ever had done. that wasn't me was a cage. And they were like, oh, we got to pay this all at once. I was like, ah, shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's not... And, and something about it also doesn't sit right with me just because of, like, my business background. Like, it just doesn't make sense for me to pay you all at once. Like, I need you to order the parts. Yeah. But now if I pay you all up front, like, you can sit on this forever if you want. So there's that tape. Yeah, um,
2: yeah, so- yeah. That, that's an issue. Yeah. <laughs> so you and can- um, I don't... <laughs> So the way I I look at it is I remember um, like a couple of years ago, back before I was making really good, you know, like decent livable money. Um, I remember like just being on Facebook, I would see all these people's cars and I'd be like, man, look at this. They have that done, that done, that done. Like this is a full blown, full blown project car. And then I'd look at like the cars I had um, and I'd be like, I've got like two mods done and that's it. Um, but with the FRS, you know, over the four or five years I've owned it, it's kind of become one of those things where it's like, okay, I just got done doing this. Um, you know, this next week, I plan on ordering this. And it's just kind of like, like you said, one thing at a time, and I don't make a whole lot of money. I'm like a blue collar worker. I do plumbing. Um, so it's like, I can't just, like, go out and spend, you know, like, five grand on a cage. Uh, Luckily, I've been talking with Ruds Racing 2, and we've been working some stuff out. Um, I do plan on getting a cage done sometime soon. Um, But like you said, it's that thing where you can do it a little bit at a time. So, like, right now, uh, this last season, it was just get all my suspension set up, get everything to a point where I won't have to worry about replacing it or redoing it. And then it was um, get the, get the engine all set up. So like exhaust and turbo and stuff like that. Of course, there was a little bit of a wrench thrown in the works when the, ex- the engine started smoking a lot. And then another wrench thrown in the works when I went into the barrier and now I have to replace a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I know a lot of people complain too, um you know i've heard a lot of people complain like oh well i don't want to do pro-am because you need a k like you said you need a cage you need fire suppression you need uh hans device You need a halo seat um and for me it's it's a little intimidating because you need all that but i understand why you need it because you don't want to go out there and like these guys are entering at pretty high speeds so you don't want to go into a wall without a cage and then now You're not a program driver. You're dead. So, uh, to me, I'd rather spend the five grand on a cage than five hundred thousand dollars in medical bills.
0: Yeah, I I see. There's that too, but yeah, some people do kind of get all high and mighty about like the cost, how it's not worth it to them. Uh, But it's weird because you'll see it like from, from certain people who are like, "Oh, this cost doesn't make sense," but they're like super competitive, like in nature. They just don't see but they, um, it's, it's kind of hard to explain without being an the show, so, so, so. uh, but uh, I do see a lot of people complain about it, and then like if they did compete, they would do so well. Maybe, just, maybe that's just not what they want. I wish a lot more people did compete because uh, there is kind of that there's with the there's this weird imbalance between like the grassroots guy and the
1: one who wants to
0: compete
3: yeah i think it almost seems like you you're like one or the other right you're like you're a comp driver or a grassroots driver or like a bash driver Mm -hmm. um i don't don't know because i think they're they're both so much fun right like it's different you go to a bash and you uh you hang out with your friends all the time and mm-hmm. you like do a bunch of tandems and
0: you're just lapping. And you get and that's drunk awesome. all day. Um I, I mean, some people get drunk, drunk out? all day. Um I'm just saying, some people do. They'll have beers all day. Like I'm not driving home, really. who cares? If I crash this car, I have a trailer to put it on. It does happen. Yeah. I've yeah. seen it happen in a freaking event, trust me. I'm like, what's in that cup?
1: So like, Jesus.
0: Longer. Yeah. But are oh, just a good time, they just want to drive regardless. Yeah. Um, now, what,
3: what I like, you guys, what? was oh, I was just saying, like looking, like when I was going, uh, when I first decided, I was like, oh, I want to do pro M, I looked through the rule book, and I kind of was like, wow. Like, and I, you know, you look at it and you say, okay, so I need fire suppression, I need a cage, I need this, I need this, and you start just quick Google searching, and like how much is this going to cost? Mm -hmm. and it's a lot it's a ton of money um so like something i've been trying to do is like i'm i'm spacing it out right like i've had the i'm coming up on like two years owning the car i think because i drove it last season i'm driving it this season and it's like you just do like i said you do what you can and we're making a lot of progress which is we're getting to that point where it's like we're i'm close enough now where i can be like yes like next year i could run a pro-am event i'll have all the stuff yeah but it's taken it's taken time you can't just like, or I guess you could, but for me, I can't just buy a car and then be like, all right, this is going to be a program car in three months.
0: Like I, yeah, like I don't have 15 grand. Does grand like, like, I know some guys say it takes less, but yeah. realistically, it does take about 15 grand by the time we're through the whole car. Like It's not free to like, I, actually, the biggest pain in the ass on cars building is like pulling everything apart and cutting everything out
2: getting yeah. rid of all that shit. Yeah, I can totally see
0: that. Yeah. Once you start, like, pulling that shit out, it's like, fuck, where do, where's the dump? Where can I take this? Where can I take that? Because unless you have the patience to deal with people and, like, try to part that shit out, and, and I'll be completely honest, I don't know. It just goes in the room. I don't have time for that. To tell somebody, like, I have a here. That's... So.
2: No, that's exactly how I am too. So I've got like a stash of stock FRS 86 parts that are just sitting on the shelf collecting dust. And it's just because like I'll post something for sale and then you'll get like those people that are like, oh, can I come get it? And it's like, yeah. And they never respond back. And it's just like, it's too much hassle. I'm just going to give it to my my fab guy. He can scrap it and take the money, you know?
1: Yeah.
3: So I'm different a little bit than you guys. I have like a row of parts. So I have like a a very small, I live in an apartment and I have a small garage, which is great because I have a Miata. So it's like not a big deal. But I have a, uh, like a row of parts around the Miata in this like single car garage. Mm -hmm. Because like, it's like, uh, because the blue one, I like stripped it and then got rid of the chassis because it was rusty. So I have like hood, bumper, doors, like all the stuff around the car.
0: Yeah. No, I have. But no, honestly, I don't no, know. Know. those are great parts to keep. No, 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 I have like in my backyard. I have, I think I have all four doors. I don't have a. I have two subframes, front and rear, a trunk, uh, yeah. and rear over, rear not rear fenders. This thing is And rear fenders, um, <laughs> like I keep shit like that. But I but I have a house, so or I live in a house but, so I'm able to like keep that shit. But I can understand, like, not everyone has a house. So, or a house they live in, you have, like, an apartment, like, you you don't have the room to shop. Yeah. Uh, But at the same time, like, I mean, I don't want a whole bunch of trash lying around. Like, I'm not going to keep the fucking carpet or uh, the stock seat. Like, that's that's garbage. Because no one's going to buy it. I just threw a stock seat out today. Huh? (laughs) You just what? I just threw a stock seat out today. See?
3: (laughs) So I like. I like brought a sky. I brought the skyline home, mm-hmm. and I like went to put it in the garage, and it wouldn't fit because it's a small garage, and yeah. the skyline's longer than the Miata. And I was like, "Oh fuck, I gotta throw some stuff out so I can get the car in." <laughs> yeah. So I like tossed the uh, <laughs> tossed the, was the seat, seat in the like trash. Was the seat worth anything
0: though? <laughs> huh? Was the seat worth it? Worth anything?
3: I mean, I had it on marketplace, and some dude was like, "Do you have a driver's seat?" I'm like, this is a passenger seat ad. I don't know what you're asking for. So, <laughs> it, no, I mean, it might be what's
0: listed for sale. <laughs> like, always right, exactly. like I, it always that one person.
3: Exactly. It's just passenger seat, not driver's seat. So, that should tell you. But
2: yeah, and going back to like what you're saying but yeah, not everyone having a house. So, it's crazy to think that like two years ago, anytime I needed to work on a car, I was doing it in like the side of the road or my driveway. Nice. And now, luckily, so I rent just a, like a small yeah yeah small um apartment um and i have like a shop space that i rent it's a 15 by 30 and it's just got like a light in there and i've got you know tools um i recently bought a trailer just an 18 foot open trailer with a tilt bed um so i keep that in there so i work on my car on the trailer in the shop because otherwise i don't have room um so it works but it's better than like, I don't know, two years ago, I remember putting a, a transmission in a like a Honda D-series Civic in the pouring rain in a shitty driveway. So I'll take it.
0: I actually pulled an engine out in the middle of the street, like living in Los Angeles with like a rented cherry picker. um, Out of my old Jeep at one point, so I've been there.
2: And those were like the dude, good old and those days. are the best times too. Yes.
0: And you don't realize that then.
2: Yeah, so it's like no. So I remember like back in the day, like I have one vivid memory of my friend Mason had this VR six uh Passat. And um, can you just get he, a quick shout out to the VR six people, because I had one of those and it was one of my favorite cars. Dude, I I hate Volkswagens, but I don't like I don't mind the VR six. Um but like one of my favorite memories is just me and him just sitting in this garage. It's like a tiny little garage. We had no room. Mm -hmm. And then I like used my fiance's grandpa's engine hoist and I swapped the engine for him in like a weekend or something. And it's like, now we never have time to do that. We're all working. We all have jobs. He has two kids now and you don't think about it but it's like looking back it's like man if I could go back and be able to just do that type of stuff all the time again I would be living life like if I could do that and then make money that would be great
0: yeah I was thinking that too like when I got it, it's weird because I'm in my 30s now I remember in early 20s like that whole jeep scenario was all I had and all I could afford and like now I got this yeah. other Cadillac and, like, now it's, like, trying of, like, oh, this thing is super-duper cheap. I can throw, I don't know, a couple grand at it, and it would be fine. But I would, like, have so much fun doing it just because, like, now I can afford that couple grand as opposed to before, like, in my early 20s. Like, that was all I fucking had to work with. Like, I was still struggling to, like, put a car together or actually just to keep it running as opposed
1: to putting it together.
0: And like now, it's like now. This is fun to like put this bullshit car together that has no power, and I'm going to drive the living shit out of. And I, I saw a meme the other day that says nobody drives more aggressive than like anybody who couldn't afford the V8 version of their car, which is what that Cadillac is. It's just a <laughs> V6 the five-speed in So I was like, oh, that's a. Those are 100% my intentions in this car, shit.
3: So, yeah, and I think so. Coming from Miata land, right where power is a joke. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's true. <laughs> yeah. Any okay, so anytime someone tells me that their car doesn't have power, I just laugh at them because, like, I actually don't have power. <laughs> um, what do those things make? But so power? it's like 140 crank, brand new. Sick.
0: And then I know. I What What year is yours? Mine's in '99.
3: So, like before. facelift, the Is first the one facelift? where you have
0: like you put your little finger in to open the door, you can't even do that too. No, like, no, no that's the,
3: the NA, that's the earlier one.
0: Ah, uh, okay. I driven one of those ones when I was Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, that the earlier one has the pop up headlights. I have no pop up headlights, so no one likes mine. Oh.
0: I remember I looked at one a couple years ago and they were like, why are they so expensive?
3: yeah, they're, well, whatever we were looking today actually right before we um we all got on and like Miatas are at like seven and a half thousand dollars now fucking ridiculous. almost ten grand or like, something oh
0: I can have a pro am build of this R32 now
3: yeah literally or I could R32. buy a stock Miata with some rust on it Jesus <laughs> Christ right ridiculous Um, but yeah so like driving this like super low powered car mm-hmm. um, in order to like people's doors or run tandem at all you have to commit like 100%, which has ended up how I hit that C. But it, like, I think it's taught me how to drive really, really well because I can't rely on anything. The only thing I can rely on is like full commitment behind someone, which means like perfect line or, clo- you know, as close to perfect as you can. It's like really good line, like hard initiation, no handbrake, no brake. And it's a ton of fun. So I think when you get out there with your Cadillac, like, you're gonna have a blast because it, it's a different driving style. You can't just toss it in and like hit the gas and floor it because you have to be on the gas the whole time, which is fun.
0: Yeah, that was kind of like the gone. plan with this car was to like uh, have that experience as opposed to like I've always drifted in a V8. I don't have any experience outside of that of like the 400 horsepower crank car. So, that was kind of like the goal with this. Yeah. One, to, like. Um, i don't know how to say it to like kind of get the experience i needed that i never got like taking a step back i just went in running instead of learning how kind of to crawl first <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's
2: yeah this is super good idea
3: i think and like so i was thinking about this too um was there's, like, kind of this different... And we're, like, on totally opposite ends of the spectrum, right? Because, like, you have a fully built Pro-Am car, but, you know, maybe a little bit less seat time, but I have more seat time and, like, a car with no power. So it's it's kind of cool to, like, look on the the total opposite spectrum of that because, like, I think... like I forget what... I did, like, 14 events last year, and I'm at 12 this year. So I have, like, all of the seat time, but not a fully prepped competition
2: car it's because you're too busy driving it yeah, i know i gotta know, stop that, driving no, and build the thing no,
0: but you're not doing it wrong though it's kind of like so i kind of i probably have fucking 14 vents o- overall and like and i started drifting in 2016 which is not good that's not i'm not proud of that like at all um but um but it makes a lot of sense. Like I went <laughs> I didn't mean it that way, I'm just no 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 no, you no, know? no, no, no I'm not taking it that way. But it's also like I also kinda wanted to like build cars. Like that's and I have talked about this in the past as well, is like the build is also a part of the process. Um, for me at least, because I didn't I never thought I was gonna be able to afford shit like this. Like we grew up like super cool. And uh, I'm not saying I have you know, all the money in the world, but like I'm able to do this. You know, I'm not in a shit ton of debt like a lot of other people might be. Uh, I try to stay on top of that, like to make sure that it's it's coming out of my checking account when I buy things, not my credit card. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I might put oh, yeah. tires on my credit card and pay them off, but I'm not trying to uh, be in you know a serious amount of debt because of this thing. What is that to?
2: Yeah. So, like, yeah, in my case, uh, the angle kit I just ordered today went on my PayPal credit line. But, like, um, so I've done this before with a couple things too, where I'll be like, I'll be in a pinch and it's like, well, I want to make sure I have money for bills. So it's yeah. like, use a PayPal credit line and then pay it off at the end of the month. But yeah, I know I've heard of people that it's just like tens of thousands of dollars on credit cards to, build like a track car like there's one person I know that built a drift car or a drake car and it's just bankruptcy that's all it is
0: you know but then I I have to find the video it's a video with JTP and he's talking about like uh, how drifting like got him into debt but like drifting also got him out of debt and bought him a house and stuff Um, I don't remember that's paraphrasing here Uh, but he was just talking about that and then but that's not everyone's story, so I hope no, that's not saying for everyone to go do that. Um, yeah, don't really uh, go do live, get into debt really just to like good. try to make yeah, yeah, yeah. On the top. yeah, right. Yeah, you gotta be good. Know know your place. Like I know, like I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I know what my skill level is, uh, but it's just something. It's but it does happen, and you can make it happen. But the likelihood of uh, that whole dream kind of like happening where. You, you're able to like um, buy a house from drifting or something like that Uh, in socal of all fucking places uh it's possible but the likelihood of it happening is uh soon to none so just remember that as well Uh, yeah psa for everybody yeah exactly
2: yeah um kind of kind of going off of that so like like i know how not that how you see YouTubers, but I know you're not very fond of like vlogging and stuff like that just from listening to the podcasts. Um, but I think it would be super cool. Um, so me and me and Adam are starting like a like a drift team. It's team yurashi It translates um from Japanese, it means happy uh or fulfilled. And like the whole idea of our, our little group that we're starting is just to make drifting as fun as possible for mm-hmm. like newcomers coming to the track and so like uh one of the things we really want to do is just have it set up where it's like maybe every time we go to the track we're going to pick a driver and just say like hey this is so and so we're going to be driving with them all day and then just kind of record the whole thing and be like you know this has been a lot of fun here's you know this guy's instagram so that like these people can come and then they can you know like ask us for tips um another thing that's great about GLD or Great Lakes Dragway our local in Union Grove Wisconsin is um the guys that run it Brad and Austin and I know um Adam's going to completely agree with me those guys are the coolest so like you can go up to them and you could be spinning out every 10 seconds and say hey can you come out and like give me, give me some tips Mm -hmm. and not even the staff, like a lot of the drivers too. um, There's a lot of great people that go to these events and it's, it's not really like anything I've ever, ever seen before. It's more so like a little family. Um, But I think it'd be, I got kind of off topic, but I think it'd be really cool to be able to like make videos on all this stuff um, that we're doing and, you know, not necessarily get rich but, you know, like, make enough money to pay for, like, tires or make enough money to pay for stickers to hand out to people or T-shirts.
0: No, no, no I see what you're saying. and I don't really see that as a, as, as a vloggy idea. I see that as, like, a new idea. Um, I mean, yeah, I can see how it, you can make that a vlog, but I can also see how you can make that, like, its own series and not necessarily a vlog vlog. We are like, hey, guys, I'm here at the track today. Uh, shit, I, I don't even watch Vlogs tomorrow. That's fucking about yeah, So I'm, I'm stumbling here. Yeah, oh, so but, like, but, all,
2: hey, all, all I can think of is like, yo, what's up, guys? This is back yeah. to the YouTube channel. And you today there's, we're there's, out here with that. the yeah. $80,000 Skyline GTR drift build. And today we are going full sand. We're going to hit motor. Yeah. We're going to be ripping, ripping, Chad, ripping.
0: And we're <laughs> going to drive with Chad today. And today's his first day ever at a drift track. Like and he's in his fucking mom's Corolla. No one's. In
2: yeah. Like a... So actually, a kind of a cool story. So there was a a big drift event not too long or a bigger event at GLD called Humboldt Park Fest, and mm-hmm. um, so me and Adam camped at the track all weekend. We had a blast. I'm still, yet my to do car that, broke way. on Saturday though. Mm-hmm. What? I've still yet to camp out at the track. It's got to happen
3: this year. Oh, oh it's, it's a first time.
0: <laughs> It's it a blast. It
3: was cool. Yeah. I was so gross by the end. Oh my god! Because like no shower, three days of driving, Bring like covered wipes. in tires and dirt. Bring uh, baby wipes are like four dollars for a little pack.
2: Yeah. Oh um, true but um so like we drove all day friday i drove halfway through saturday my car ended up breaking and the strut broke in half on the on the strut oh. on the coilover um oh. and i was like well i can't find anybody with one local i think it's just time to get on the trailer get everything packed up and i'm still gonna hang out and have fun with everybody um but then this guy came came out with just a stock ka240 and he was like hey guys what's up i'm just shooting media do you want me to take pictures of you and i was just like oh yeah sure and i was like how are you gonna roll up to gld and just shoot media when you have a, a perfectly driftable 240 and he's like oh well i don't have a fire extinguisher i don't have reservoir socks i don't have uh a battery tie down so like i remember looking at adam and i was like well, I have a fire extinguisher sitting in my car doing nothing. I have reservoir socks sitting in my car doing nothing. And luckily Adam had some spare wheels that were the right bolt pattern for him. I mean, no, they were the wheels off my car. Next. They were the ones off your car. I thought they were yeah. just your spares. Oh, no, they're the gold ones off the car. Oh man. So like we, we set this guy up, we like ratchet strapped his battery down. So it was nice and secure. Um, Adam riv nutted his coolant expansion tank. Um, Onto like his strut tower, and then you know we slapped the the fire extinguisher in there, got it all strapped in, and then um, like got him tacked in, and he got to drive his first time, and like the look on his face and the the amount he progressed in the you know two hours he drove was incredible. Like n- I'm not gonna lie. I, I was upset that my car broke that day, but just seeing that dude go out there and have an absolute blast and then getting to ride along with him and just see the amount of fun he was having was just crazy. Yeah. I can
0: see that because a lot. Of, I think my first different experience is not the worst, but I, there was, I'm also kind of more introverted. So I don't really talk to a lot of people. The track unless I know who you are. Um, but, yeah, if, if I kind of had that experience of more of a like a, a welcoming experience, so to speak, as, as you gave the gentleman, uh, I think it, it may have went a different way. It went worse. It may yeah, went yeah. Worse, and that's too like, welcoming
2: I see all the time where people come out and then they'll drive and then they just get like super... You know, they're, they're scared to come back out and drive. And there's a lot of people like my coworkers that are like, dude, I really want to drift. I really want to drift. And I tell them, just like, dude, come out. Um, Like one guy in particular, he's got a 370Z with like an open diff. And I was like, dude, come out. Like nobody's going to care if you go out there, do a bunch of donuts and spin out. Yeah. It's just like, come have a good time. It doesn't matter if you can like the course. Just come have fun. That's all it is. Yeah, no.
1: that's it, I think uh, if people would go out,
2: like...
0: And then you kind of get the people like you kind of like care too much. They're like, "Oh, I'm not doing good enough, so I'm just not going to come back."
2: And that's one thing I struggled with when I started drifting. Um, so my first couple events. Like my first event, I had really bad issues with ABS and traction control to where the front was panic breaking. So for anybody with a stock FRS, if you're going out and you're drifting at like a track or skid pad and you're just constantly spinning and you can feel the front like pulsing, pull your ABS views. It helps 100 percent. But then the second event. I was having just like some suspension issues and rubbing issues. Um, And then I remember thinking to myself, like, man, why, why can't I get this? Why can't I link this corner? Um, You know, I need to get better. I'm looking like a fool out here. And my next event, I came to the the skid pad with like a whole different thought in my head. I was just like, I'm going to come out here and have fun. I'm going to have as much fun as possible. I don't care what I look like. I'm just going to go out and like you would say, just be an asshole. And by doing that, I was able to get pretty good because instead of sitting there thinking like, okay, I need to be good. I need to be good. I'd go out there. I just throw the car around and have an absolute blast. And pretty soon, like I was doing tandems with Adam, he was getting relatively close to me. Um, I was working on my chases with him. Um, I'm still working on my chase, uh, chase runs. I'm not very great, but I just, I just need to, to work on a couple of things. Um, but It's just the second you go out there and you realize, like, okay, I'm doing this for fun, at least in the grassroots, you know, it, it makes a world of difference, yeah. And then, rather than you know, really pushing yourself and getting in your own head because you can't link a certain section or something, yeah, that's true. And then you kind
0: of like, uh, not give a shit what people think, um,
2: personal, yeah, that's that's another thing to do you like you have to be open to criticism yeah um, so like i'm really good at taking criticism so um not, there was a I couple was, times though. where like austin would be like hey why don't you try this instead of you're doing this and when i started so before i started actually drifting i had like a full sim setup so i had like a logitech wheel mm-hmm. a handbrake yeah and i didn't have very good mods so without good mods on a set of corsa you cannot like faint entry the front tires just have no grip um I mean maybe you could set it up in like hours and hours but I didn't take the time to do that so when I when I first went out I was like handbrake entry every single time and like I'd get halfway through the corner clutch in handbrake and like Adam's laughing on the on the cam right now because he knows um but like everybody's like dude stop using your handbrake it's slowing you down so much So then I would go out and then I remember I like took a video and I was like, look, ma no handbrake. And, um, taking criticism is, is super important because if you can, so let's say you're going out and you're using your handbrake a lot, it's slowing you down and it's putting you at a disadvantage. And somebody says, stop doing it. Then you go out there and you really focus on not using that handbrake, or let's say you're, you're. Turning in too hard or entering too hard, and you go out there and fix it. It's going to make you a better driver. So instead of just getting pissed off about it, if you just go out there, really work on it, you know, then it's just going to be a good time.
0: Yeah, I, I, you had mentioned about like being able to stuff. I wish I was better at it. I wish I was able to like do that better. I know my flaws, <laughs> that's that is one. That's probably at the top of the list. It's taking. Uh, the critique. Um, but a lot of it has to be with like a lot of people are like oh you shouldn't be in that car um regardless whether i should or I shouldn't that part's not changing um, so that probably pisses me off so as soon as they're like you shouldn't be in that car i throw everything else they have out to s- at- they have to say after that out the window just yeah absolutely stubborn. that's yeah, something yeah. i ran into as well with the
3: with the miata is that every even when it was like bone like Bone bone stock people are like, it's not going to drift. Doesn't have enough power. The dip's going to blow up. Mm-hmm. And it was just this line of excuses why it wouldn't work. And I yes. was like, well, that's what I have. Because when I started, like, that's what I could afford. Yeah. I You're had like, a Miata. First it was of all, rusty.
0: First of all, you don't know me, and I like red flags. So, do not know how this works. <laughs> yes, why I have it. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> like yeah. my girlfriend. Like the first our first date, was, she ordered like, a well done steak. And I was pissed off. I was like, why did you order that? She's like, I knew you liked red flags. Nice. No, but it's, it's, it's one of those things. It's like, I I, I have this like, fucking weird thing of like, proving a point. Not even necessarily proving a point. It's more or less proving to myself. Uh, because I want to do something. And I want to do it my way. Which necessarily... It's never... Ever, ever the right way or conventional in any sense, but I just want to do it, so I, I, I commit to doing it. And then sometimes it works out, and sometimes it does not at all. Because I've been thinking about it too like, should I be in this car? Probably not, but it's what I have. And I'm hey, not-
2: but are you going out there and having fun? That part I am. That part I am. See, that's all that matters. Yeah, that know. is all that matters. If you're going out there and having fun, nothing else matters. That's what's up.
3: Mm-hmm. And it's cool, like to take a car where, especially for like the Cadillac or like in my case Miata, it's like Miata a sure. car that maybe isn't a normal car to have. Even at like a, especially at Pro Am, no one. Else, it's what S chassis E thirty six E forty six Corvette. You know those are your usual like cars that are out there, and it's like oh you have got a Cadillac, and that's cool. That's really cool. I'm like oh like I'm gonna try it's- I'm gonna try to put this Miata on a Miata power plant in Pro Am. Like not
0: many people do that so that's we're going it but it's cool have a power different... plant is questionable i would be like do you have like a big turbo like, um uh,
3: <laughs> so I, I had and today not... i had a 45 minute conversation with my my friends about this and, and that's actually because we were looking at um yeah. what's
0: that nope your thing
3: oh i'm just because we had a big big discussion about do we stay with the Miata power plant or do we like try to put a Honda K Series in?
0: Oh, speaking of K Series. One second. Uh, that is the actual engine. I did message him. The, the K24 is what he's putting in. His FRS. All right. But moving on. We're talking about you. Your K Series.
3: That makes more sense than a KA. Although okay.
0: the KA would be amazing. I thought he fucking said KA. All I heard was K, four cylinder. That's all I knew. <laughs> Give me a break.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, so go ahead that would have been the swap of the century um, but no so we're, we're having this conversation about like do we build a miata power plant yeah cuz it would be at this point in time everything to do it right it would be cheaper we'll hit like the we'll hit like 350 wheel yeah um on the miata miata power plant like which is a lot of horsepower for that car because it weighs almost nothing I was say it too. um <laughs> yeah but it's kind of the it puts the limit on a lot of things right Versus, like, you can put a K series in it, and the K series will make like 500 horsepower stock internals, but it costs a lot more money. And that's like the debate we're at. But I think it would be a lot, of, I think it would be really cool to have a Miata power plant in the car, at least to give it a shot and see, like, can we take it this far? Because people have done it before. They have 400, 450, 500 horsepower Miatas on BPY engines, but
0: and not to cut you find out. just real quick let's just say you do this right and I don't know what you do for a living but in your career you're going to advance that's just I know how this works just assume especially if you have like outside goals because you want to make more money for this stuff so let's talk about you making this Miata work in pro-am now let's say you get your pro Skype license and fucking Miata that weighs what 2,600 pounds with you in it I mean that's pushing it, probably. Okay, so uh, so where do you see that working out? Where you have to build a whole new fucking car now to go to Prospect? I thought like I looked into it. I understand that you want to do the Miata thing. I'm just, just trying to wrap my head around
1: what it's going on.
3: Yeah, yeah. So I never, I don't think that I'll ever be able to like fully afford. A prospect, build, travel. I, I don't know if I can ever afford that. So well, no, my the goal, it's like, would it be cool to license? Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. Would it be cool to license? Like, Heck yeah. yeah, yeah. But of if I do get my license, like maybe we try to cross that bridge when we get there. Um, but I think step <laughs> yep. one is
0: like, let's try to see if we can be competitive in pro am. No, no, no. I get that, but you got to remember, you're also in a Miata, which is not necessarily the most competitive vehicle to begin with. Um, I think Danny George kind of proved that when he went from a Miata, came back, and he was able to do really well in Pro 2. Um, not, not that he did the best, but he was able to, like, build an E36, I wonder where that car is now, um, and, like, come out hot, swinging, and qualify first at his first round in Prospect like, I mean, Pro 2, rather, at the time. But I'm just saying, it's, it's things like that. Now, do you think you're giving yourself a handicap being in that car? Now, not only on top of it being the car that it is, because it's not the most competitive vehicle, but just, like, let's just say you're like, fuck it, I do want to advance. I already have all the safety shit to get to Pro 2, Pro Spec. Like, why not just spend a couple extra grand this year and just do pro spec as opposed to you just doing all of your local events and primes here. Does that make sense? Nick, do you think you're kind of like giving yourself a handicap there with the me As opposed to that um, sick R32 bill that you could possibly
1: <laughs> start no. dumping money into. Oh man, don't let that fire, alright? Don't
0: do that man. to me. I'm trying funny I, mean. <laughs> I really, I I do like the r32s a lot. Like, uh, oh my god, it is. I wouldn't buy one before I got like any of my other classic cars, but like if I had all those, like it would be like r32, and Evo, and r32. After this, after the other I yeah. First. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I think. I mean, may, maybe a small handicap. Like you know, going into it, I was like, well, this car doesn't like. Qualify for back then it was Pro 2 when mm. I first started like starting this right because of the weight um, restriction. Yeah, but but I like, I like the idea of taking a car that is a quote unquote grassroots car that shouldn't be in competitive
0: driving unless An it's like uh, Miata. What's that? An unconventional drift car. Yeah,
3: exactly. You can't, you know, again, air quotes, like you can't drift it. Yeah, exactly. It's too short, you
2: know, It goes on and on and on. You know, I bet people would say that about a, f- a fourth gen Legacy wagon too. <laughs> they the probably they would it? until it had an LS in it. Uh huh. Damn right. Let's say, uh, let's, I have <laughs> um, to look at the suspension, but it work We're fine. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Okay, um, so. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of like this idea of like taking the Miata. And pushing it and seeing, like, how far can it go? And I look at – and I know, again, like YouTubers, but you look at, like, Taylor Ray winning clutch kickers. 100%. he's on an LS.
0: Perfect example guy. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. And, again, different power plant, LS, and I think he's making, like, uh, close to 500 now with all the – whatever. I don't follow it 100%. But so I look at that and I say, well, he's going up against pro cars. And granted, it's a smaller track, but he's doing well. So I think – why can't I make my car a Pro Am car and do the same thing? And, but, you know, will it make it to pro spec? Yeah, because no, of hard. weight. But if we get to that point, maybe a new door opens up and someone's like, hey, you know, we want to work with you or something like that.
0: I don't know. But, yeah, you, gotta, you, always, you know, know there's one. always doors opening. So. Yeah, I'm in the same boat because I'm committed to this stupid part. And it's, uh, it's not going, like, I just got a second one. It's not going anywhere. No, but it, it was just more of a question yeah. of the curiosity. And it's it probably like, the same question I should be asking myself, to be quite honest. Uh, <laughs> but it wasn't to like shoot you down you or anything. Yeah, it wasn't to shoot you down or anything. But it was, I the biggest thing was like the weight. That's the reason I asked. To be quite honest. Was oh the yeah, weight. no. And like, how yeah, do you and, think and you also, can get like, that car to twenty nine hundred pounds? And be mindful. Do you think you get that that car to twenty nine hundred pounds with you in it? Um, With bald tires on the back and with an empty fuel tank, so that you gotta remember that, like it has to cross that finish line, weighing twenty nine hundred pounds, not weigh twenty nine hundred pounds barely with a you know a full set of tires and a full tank, you know all that fun stuff.
3: Like, I think yeah, it it's finish. a if, if you were to license mm-hmm. at some point in the future, which again would be sick. Um, Maybe that can you? Know, is there a way to do it? Do we have to weld in weights? Is it? Is that stupid? Do we build a different chassis? I don't know, but let's. I think get to that point first.
1: No, you be gotta start of eating more McDonald's, Adam.
3: A, yeah,
0: be mindful of like, anybody ever built a, a different ground. chassis coming in. <laughs> you gotta be remember people who have built different chassis coming in too. So, like, uh, Micah Diaz is a perfect example. Micah Diaz is like a really good, really fucking awesome good driver. He built that new chassis coming in last year, and he didn't do as well as he could have. And I know how well he drives, and he did way better. Um, and, and the only thing I think of is because he built a new chassis, and I really think he would have beat everybody. Not everybody there. He wouldn't, I, I don't want to say he would have dominated, but I think he would have been in the top three for sure. Top five. Um,
3: he would have driven a lot more or a lot better if he was more comfortable uh, in a chassis that he'd known for a long time. Well,
0: yeah, no, well, I don't know if it's known because he actually did come to like a prom event in a car he had driven. I think it was his first time driving it. He had just finished the car when he built his white E46 and he qualified and he finished. I think the only reason he got taken out was because he actually blew a head gasket and he couldn't get it. Like his motor ended up going that day. He thought it was just a head gasket, um, and it ended up being a little bit more than that. I think that was like my first problem. Uh, but I think he would have He probably would have been you know, top three finisher that day. Uh, in a car he had just finished building. But then he went and did that with the black E46 in the Pro 2. And it didn't work out so well for him. And then like somebody else who's mentioned that before in the past was Rome. Um, he even talked about on the episode. He was in or he was on in here. He's still in his Pro-Am car that he used to drive to Pro-Am to race in. Like, that's still the same car. Like, it's fucking great. Which is awesome. Yes, 100%. Like, he drove to the Pro-Am event. I remember when I first started getting into drifting, it was like, it was was his We Are Lions green car when it was still green. And uh, he overheated on the T10 in traffic going to Willow Springs. And then that's the same car that's in FD today. So it's just... It's, Which is so neat. Hold yeah. Up. Yeah, and he's, he's the one that Yeah, just to, like, take your car on the journey. Yeah, and he's the one that has mentioned in the past to, like, don't build a new car. Like, you should go on the car that you know. And then it's crazy because I've seen, like, Chelsea's an Alpha, too. Um, I don't know. His, his opinion may have changed since then, but this is a while back when he was, like, oh, you should just be doing Pro-Am in a Pro-Am car and build a Pro-2 car when you need to. This was a few years back, so that, that can, his, uh, his mind, or not, his, mind, his opinion could have changed as well. In the past that. I'd have to probably reach out to him and ask him, like, hey, do you still feel the same way or should you be in the same car? But he was like, Pro-Am is like very basic. You wait for somebody else to make a mistake and then you move forward because they're going to make the mistake as long as you know what you're doing. And
3: that's again paraphrasing. Yeah. And I wonder if that's changed a little bit because exactly. you know, I try to keep tabs on I try to keep tabs on things because that's what I'm trying to do is dry pro am and you know, I want to be as competitive as possible. Yeah. Even though I'm in a non-competitive you know. Exactly. Um, but I feel like I feel like the pro-am field has gotten just so much more competitive. It's no longer can you just go in, like, the course and, like, be okay? It's, like, they are really, really competitive
0: cars out there now. Yeah, exactly. And then everyone's kind of, like, I don't know. This year, I didn't see a low-budget car. And uh, I've seen them in the past, like, we're at prom events. But I didn't see, like, as low of a budget car as I normally would. Like, everyone should have been like a super nice car, like, in the competition I just went into, which was uh, the Drift League. I think there was like a 350Z with like a 5.3 swap. I would say that's kind of like a lower budget. And then there was a 370Z there with like just a basic. His car was rel- relatively like, stock as powertrain and driveline goes. But outside of that, I mean, that's probably where it was stocked, but, like, it wasn't, like, a big horsepower build. And the guy who got second place um was also in another 370C with, like, a stock motor. And I'm not helping in a case of what I was trying to make right now. Um, but both of those cars were actually <laughs> half decent. Yeah, yeah, nice. But I have seen some <laughs> you cars You're giving me so hope up. right now. Yeah, yeah, I just thought about that. <laughs> I have seen some cars though show up in like complete shit boxes. Like it's like they were like, "Hey, I can't let you run unless you work on your car for like four hours to make it past tech." Um, yeah, right where I was going with this—that would be one of my worst fears. Like,
3: like doing all this work, right, mm-hmm. and like trying to go through the rule book and like build everything to spec, and you show up and they're like, "Oh, this is wrong, or you don't have this, you can't drive." You drove nine hours to get there. And
0: they're like, "No, go home." Uh, I heard something similar about. I don't know if you guys watched it or not. Um, the Spike debacle. You guys know who Spike Chen is. Anyways, yeah, the last no. No, the last event I drove. Uh, you had one on the internet talking about like, um, like, hey, if you hit my car without permission, without permission of following me to begin with. Me he on my car like you should pay for that
1: and then um,
0: the internet let them have it <laughs> so anyways uh, what were you saying because I forgot where I was going with the story yes.
3: <laughs> no no that's okay I can just jump on that like I feel like anytime you get on track like yeah. anytime you're going to go drifting and if there is a tandem involved uh-huh. you understand that your car could get hit and you can't be mad
0: yeah, well, that's, well, he was trying uh, to be the opposition to that exact sentiment of what you just said. So he was like, "Fuck you! You should pay for that if you didn't get the."
2: I mean, I mean, that'd be like going swimming and then drinking water, and then being mad because you drank water when you're swimming, or you get water in your mouth and you accidentally, you know, swallow lake water or something. It's kind of inevitable. I don't know. When yeah, I hit, yeah, yeah. I've like,
0: hit a couple people teneming, and they means hit me. It's like, is tandeming without without um some sort of contact is inevitable. I do agree with that. Um, I did forget where I was yeah. going with that so, but he did something else. But I'm all over the place today. For you. Um, <laughs> it's all good, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Uh, We're going to go back to uh, the drawing stuff. Now, yeah. I know one of you is a little further than the other, but how far along are you guys ready for i am? I know, like, you have a cage, right? Um, I almost called you Sarah because I didn't.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> sorry, you, I it's not my fault. It's I didn't sign into my girlfriend's account to do this. Uh, but I'm just saying, or wife's rather yeah, yeah, yeah. guilty. I don't have a Zoom. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it's fine. Uh, no, but I'm just saying, like, okay, so. So you have the cage, and you. What else do you have that's kind of like? Uh, Program ready, and then remember, I was talking earlier about like things you can buy ahead of time and not have to worry about a date. Uh, a suit is one of them. There, I don't believe there's a date on the suit. I know for a fact there's not one on mine. Um, gloves is another thing. I think it's all the personal, like anything you wear, with the exception of like maybe a helmet. But if you get like a an SA twenty fifteen. I think that thing's going to be good to go for like the next like, ten years. I think they're ten years, and then they're yeah. You have to like get the next one, and I know like mine's twenty fifteen helmet, and no one's questioned me
1: about it, so that works.
0: So assumption is yeah. So,
3: yeah. So for me, like I have a twenty fifteen helmet. I've got mm-hmm. the Hans. Got the cage. Um, I don't have a suit. But I have I have the harness. I'm waiting on the seat for right now. I think next year I'm or like next season I'll Harnesses have the seat. Are two years. Then. Um, what's that? Harnesses are only two years. No, I've got the five year one. The FIA.
0: What the fuck? I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, dude. All right, hang on.
3: Yeah, FIA looks like a FIA one and an SFI one. The SFI ones are two years, and the FIA one is five years.
0: Thank you. I didn't know. Could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. God damn it! Don't say you could be wrong. Was I expensive. gotta Google it.
3: <laughs> yeah, just Google. <in> <laughs> um, um, but it was expensive versus the SFI ones. So, but it worked out great. I got the like the two inch um, shoulder straps specific for the Hans because mm-hmm. I had three inch before and I didn't. It was it folded outside of the Hans. Yeah, mine does. So it was too. a little bit weird. Um, yeah yeah actually logan i think i sold you that that harness
2: yeah it's been sitting on a shelf because i need a cage before i do a harness (laughs) but you've got it um yeah i do but yeah and i think i'm
3: trying to think what else i don't have the fire suppression like because most of our local stuff just requires a um fire extinguisher at this point so the fire suppression is coming trying to think what other, like, big items are for specific for Pro-Am. The
0: question is for loading the world, so maybe where you're going
3: to can just go and take a Yeah. I think that's kind of where I'm at. I'm probably missing something. I'm forgetting something.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But, you have gloves. yeah. Look, I want to pop Gloves and shoes yeah. and socks. So,
2: for... You, you go first, Mr. Gerald. No, no, I'm asking you guys
0: You guys have gloves, shoes, and
2: socks? Oh. I do have gloves, shoes, and socks. Um, No, so for me, like, I just, I got a new helmet. Um, So, like, my helmet should be decent. I do plan on doing, like, a a cage once I get into a more competitive state. Um, Realistically, the cage is probably going to be the next big thing I do. I just really have to figure out when exactly I kind of want to do all these things. Um, So I know my plan is... Uh for right now I just want to keep driving just grassroots stuff. If I can get into some competition that would be awesome. I really would like next season to get into some small grassroots competition. Um so I'd be looking at like maybe getting a cage done this winter. Uh, I already have like rear bash bar, front bash bar. Well, had a front bash bar, now it's crinkled mm-hmm. and about ready to go in the recycling bin. Um but like safety, stuff like that. I do want to get a Hans as soon as I get a cage and I get harnesses because um, I'm I'm pretty keen on keeping everything nice and safe. Um, especially, you know, like I was saying before, I'd rather pay the little bit up front for the safety equipment than pay for, you know, hospital bills. Um, and then as as far as, you know, taking my time with everything it's probably going to be a while for me to get myself and my car to a state where I'm comfortable going into like pro-am competition or even like the higher end grassroots events. Um, so my, my goal would to be, or my goal is to focus on like media for Adam because I think Adam has a has a really good personality. Um he's got some really good driving skill, you know, like watching him drive, recording yeah. him drive. It's a it's a thrill. So in the meantime, while I'm building my car, I can focus <laughs> on recording him. What are you saying? Oh no, keep going, keep going. Um now I lost my train of thought. Um, so I, yeah, while I'm recording him, I can keep building my car and then we can kind of just like flip flop and then record each other after that. Um, and I think it'd be really cool someday if Adam and I compete together in a prom event, but we kind of have to figure out like our team and people that are going to come with us. Um, because I know like for pro-am I've, I've offered to use, like, I've got a, 2015 silverado just a 1500 and then my trailer to bring his car to the event um and we can throw like tools and everything you know i'm i'm 100 in um to be whatever i need to be if i need to be like parts guy if i need to spot if i need to record and do media i'm totally fine doing anything but once i start to compete at some sometime we have to figure out like an actual team um I know Adam's got a bunch of like mechanic friends that are willing to help him. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily know, like I have mechanic friends, but I don't know if they'd be willing to go out of state for, you know, like a week at a time, a week at a time to do events like these. So that's kind of where we have to, we have to figure that type of stuff out yet. That's going to be the biggest hurdle. I think getting the cars ready, not totally worried about that. But getting a, a team a team set up you know a team that's gonna work efficiently um, another thing is like a team that's gonna think the same way we do um, and not I don't know that just like get along with really well um, I think that's gonna be the biggest hurdle
0: uh, I, it's weird kind of like doing the whole tape thing like so much stuff like a, a loner that's what it I, I don't want like a whole bunch of people there
2: just because just I'm, the way like, you said that i'm just like a loner well, no in, in, essentially i am <laughs> like
0: I, I i have like a handful of friends too it's i can name everyone on one hand you know people who are like truly like somebody i can call for something and like hang or just even to hang out or go grab something to eat with. um but it's like it's it's kind of hard because I've had people like reach out like especially with the podcast people I've talked about the ask they will be like, oh, I'll help you. And I'm like, mm, it's not that I don't want their help. It's just that like like I don't know you like you just you're just like, oh, I'll help you and, like that's cool like I I don't I don't know shit about you. Uh, yeah, so I'm used to like just making I understand sure that and my car is 100 percent ready to go. Um, and I make this car really easy to work on. Like, everything on this car, it's either an 18 millimeter or a 21 for a suspension stuff. Like, I make sure, like, it's easy to work on. So if somebody does have to work on it, so they, because I know that, I know, I know the camaraderie, camaraderie, uh, I can never say this correctly. Um, camaraderie. camaraderie that comes with drifting, like I know what it is and I'm able to just yell out like, hey it's a 21 or a 13-16 because they're pretty much essentially the same size Um, I'm able to like yell that out and like, so if somebody does need to work on it they'll know to like, what tools to grab or whatever Um, but there's that whole thing of like growing this quote-unquote team and uh, I don't do that because I'm the one that sets this car up I'm the one that do everything this car so, I know what it needs. So, if something does break, I'll be able to, be like, yell something out and be like, surprise so this arm in. This thing's stupid easy to work on. Like, even if somebody, for instance, I took my, one of my closest friends with me to go pick this car up originally, and I grabbed I gave him, like, a set of tools and some bolts, and he was, he's never touched this car before in his life, and I picked this car up, uh, and he was able to put the suspension together, like, without knowing anything. And he's not even... Uh, very <laughs> hands-on when it comes to vehicles. He's he's a car guy, but he's not very he's not a hands-on car
2: guy. That's we're
0: But he sure, was able to yeah. like yeah,
2: yeah, I know what you mean. Get it together,
0: like with the stuff I was uh, I gave him. Um, so there's that thing, like having that team. Where I'm not so much worried about that. Like if something breaks, then I'm out. I'm done because I don't have that team behind me that knows this car well enough. To like keep going with that stuff. And then if something does break, yeah, significantly yeah, um,
2: you're fine. Wait, you're saying. So, kind of going off of that, um, i i'm kind of the same way but for me it's more so that i almost have like a trust issue so That's everything on my car that i've done so far i've done myself like that there's a little bit of fabrication like my lower control arms i had someone else do just because i've never welded before um besides like 10 seconds in high school in a welding class yeah. um but like for me there's only a handful of people i really trust working on my car so like adam would be one um there's like a couple friends in my, in my, you know, close friend group that I would trust, but yeah, it's really just that, that feeling of like, okay, was this torque to it's what it's supposed to be torqued to, uh, is there a thread sealer if there's supposed to be thread sealer, you know, like, especially with like engine stuff, you know, is there the right amount of sealer there? Um, did you oil the, the O-rings like little things like that, that if I don't do it myself, I'm just going to think about it constantly and worry about it. Um, Whereas, you know, working with somebody you're really, really familiar with, you'd be like, hey, remember how we did this when we were working on the car? Do you remember how to do it? Blah, blah, yeah. blah. I'm comfortable letting you do it. Um, and then I'm kind of that same way, too, where I I have a lot of acquaintances, um, but I only have a select amount of really good friends. So there's that. There's definitely that fine line of like, yeah, who who would I really have come out to help with stuff like this?
3: If I can jump in here for you guys, like, I'm a little bit in the same boat, but a little bit different too. First of all, like, if you ever want someone to fly out and crew for you, let me know. Always down. Sounds like a blast. It's a long flight, but whatever. Um, but like my super close friends. So we've got like Logan and then, um, like my really good friends as well. Like I trust them. So I like driving more than I like building, which is just how it is for me. Yeah. Um, and I'm
2: I the opposite. Huh? I'm the opposite. Dude, I love building my car. Like I, I really like driving, but I love building my car. I'm all I like, I love driving so
3: much yeah. and I can't like, I'm a mechanic is what I do for a living. Um, so I can work on my, like, I can work on cars. Like it's not a big deal. Um, but I like driving so much more, but I trust my guys a hundred percent. And I talked to them last year, I think. And I said like, Hey, I want to do this program thing. Like, will you guys back me? And they were like, yes. So we talked about like, who's going to spot, who's going to, you know, who's in the pits. It, my buddy, Chris was like, well, I'll crew chief. Cause I'm useless. I was like, shut up, Chris. You're not useless. Like, you know, you do a lot of stuff. He's um, lazy.
0: There's the difference. So everyone that says they want to be a crew chief, just <laughs> like, I'm lazy, but I know enough. To tell- yeah. I'm good he's at like, delegating.
3: It's yeah. more like Yeah. Uh, that's what it is. It's yeah, like exactly. that's genius. He's so smart. Um, but yeah, so I have like a really, really amazing support group behind me, like all around. So I've got you know Logan, I've got Chris, Billy, JR. Like these guys are all here for me. So I feel like I'm a little bit in a unique position where I can say, I want to go for this, I'm paying for it, like I'm gonna front. You know, I'm gonna put the car. I'm gonna put us there. But if will you guys come help me? And everyone said yes so far, which is really, really cool. Um, and I, you know, I'm lucky that way. And like, Jr. is a ten year Toyota mechanic. You know, Billy's been working on cars for years. So like, he has two Miatas. He's got two Miatas. So like, I have a really good team behind me, which is, I think a lot of people can say not say the same. And I feel really lucky about that. So I guess shout out to them. Thanks. Thanks to the
2: fam. The oh, fam. That was the ciders talking. <laughs> the <laughs> ciders. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Drink half a cider. What ciders? Oh. oh are you um, talking about like.
0: I'm what are you drinking?
3: Two fools. Two fools. Sure. Rosé. Because I can't drink beer. Why
1: not?
0: You don't like beer? I mean, it's, it's okay. No, um, I think I'm allergic to the hops. Shit, seriously? Yeah, I used to, I,
3: IPAs loved them. I still love them. Um, but I used to get like six you're hour hangovers where I'd like throw what up for six hours.
1: Music.
2: I saw that. I was like, this guy put into PBR. Dude, is, PBR is the bomb. That's I'm like, from Wisconsin, so naturally. Yeah, like
3: Chicago I'm beach. like, dude, like, like a cool. beach in it's Chicago? I that mean, all, all other
0: What'd you guys say? I didn't hear that. you. Yeah, I didn't, hear, I didn't,
2: hear, I yeah, I didn't hear... hear. it. There's real bad internet issues. <laughs> I can guarantee
0: it's not on my side, or maybe. Um, we're we're hard plugged in. I stopped doing the Wi-Fi thing because every time I did the Wi-Fi thing, it would fuck me up every time. Oh. But yeah, uh, I am a PBR guy, like 100%. I bought it by accident, like for like. No, I didn't buy it by accident. I bought it for, like, a birthday party I was having as, like, spare beer. Like, oh, I'll pull this out of the closet after we're all done with the other one. And then I pulled it out of the closet, and I've been drinking it since I was in the past. I'm not aging myself. Uh, six years. That's how it started. I tried the, uh, <laughs> what is everyone drinking right now? The uh, fucking White Claw. I couldn't get into them. It weren't for me. Ooh, that's a tough look
3: white claws are I don't know even from like the land of no beer over here like white claws can be tough
0: yeah they're not for me like I was, I bought an 18 pack and I was first I was already upset about the price I was like $18 for
2: 12 fuck you <laughs> yeah see I can I can drink them but that's yeah it's so expensive Yeah. but um yeah normally I'll like as, as far as beer goes yeah PBR all day um Occasionally, I have like a Miller High Life. My my landlord drinks Miller High Life a lot, so I'll go over and talk with him and then, you know, drink beer with him every once in a while. Um, otherwise, uh, like rum and Coke, my go-to. Which rum? Captain. Okay, so it's
0: nicer. Okay. I like yeah. Captain Morgan and Eggnog, and then I like... Um, Bacardi and Coke. Yeah,
2: my... I have a friend who likes really weird stuff, so he'll mix, like, Jack Daniels and Mountain Dew and, like, UV Blue and, like, Rupier. It's just, like, the stupidest shit that you'd never want to drink, and he just chugs it. Wait, have you tried it? No, thanks. I'm good. Yeah. I'll stick to my side. Have I tried it? i I don't think so. He's probably asked me, like, dude, you got to try this. And I'm just like, mm, nah, I'm okay. Yeah, I think I'll this one out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. No, I
0: hear you. <laughs> uh, so where are you guys at with this current season? Um, do you guys kind of like have, do you guys plan on driving this summer? I know you, know, you said you just spent some money that we shouldn't have to, but you did. Logan, um, new kit that yeah you still got
2: yeah so like um the uh, angle kit so technically it's a weird situation so i i begged my fiance's she's got a 2015 forester xt are uh, you you what i i begged <laughs> oh shut
3: up you're gonna make fun of the way <laughs> <jerk>. screw off! <laughs> i heard
2: I, the I same put thing. my fiance's yeah, forester xt on air ride um and make it any better. what i did is i like i ordered the parts
1: uh-huh.
2: i ordered the parts and then she just had to pay me back so technically the the angle kit is paid for she's just got to give me the money and i have to pay like pay the credit off tomorrow um so that i'm not worried about and then i just have to like rebuild the front end um so it's like my first time drilling out spot welds and stuff like that and then i'm going to bolt up the the uh, core support, and um, I might try and weld it myself. Otherwise, I might bring it over to Rudds Racing and then have him weld it up for me. Um, and then my goal is to be back out by I think we're talking September, and then just run with the engine as it is, and then rebuild that this winter. Um, but I want to be able to still drive this season. I don't want to be done. That would be that would be super depressing especially since I sold my old rig, my old sim rig. So if I if I'm not able to drive the drift car, I wouldn't be able to really drive anything cuz I daily a Silverado and a work van. So my life would just be completely boring.
3: Yeah, and I think for me like like we're 12 event, 12 days of driving in not 12 events, but 12 days of driving. And so I've had a good season so far. Um and after this last event at U.S. Air, which was a blast, like the turbo is going on now. Next week is what's so happening, taking the motor out, blah, blah, blah. Um, but we Logan and I talked and we're trying to be back like would have been sooner. Um, I'm having wedding part two in August because we got um, my wife and I got married during COVID. Oh, shit. So not everybody yeah. was able to come with me like picked our venue, no, you
1: know, sense. and all this stuff. Yeah. So
3: it got pushed back, um, which is super exciting. Uh, in August, but so September, I would like to be driving, and I would really, really like to do um, that Drift Indy Street League, and then Drift Indy uh, Light if we can, like, however that works out, because I want to get, I had my taste of competition, and it didn't go great, it did not go well, did not go well, but... Um, I really, I want to get as much competition practice as I can before we hit pro-am. So do a little drift indie at the end of the year, one more U.S. air event, and then get some testing in at, uh, GLD. So I'm thinking maybe another, at least five, five or six days of driving, maybe more.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's if more days than I have planned. We're supposed to go to Hawaii. Well, oh. hang on.
3: N- next oh, one I I'm, I'm think my car is a little
0: cheaper to run than yours. It is. uh Next. N- no, but I i can still. You got to remember, I still have another car, so I can take all of these fucking suspension parts off and just put uh, them on the other car. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. Yes, that is 100% the plan right now. Like, my son's birthday is next month. Um. And he's really been wanting a gaming PC, so I gotta put that together. It's not cheap. Uh, and then the following I month, mean, yeah, well, no, I'm not the only one doing it. Like my my parents, everyone's actually chipping in for him to get this, um, but it's still not cheap. Uh, that's that's cool. Yeah, and then but uh, August, we were supposed to go last April, not in, like in April of 2020. Uh, we have a Hawaii trip that my girlfriend and I, I like, it's already paid for for the most part. Um, with the exception of getting there and spending all the money. Um, Hawaii in August, and then there's Formula Drift, Long Beach in September. Those aren't free. Like, I do spend money while I'm there. Uh, October, there's the Drift League. So I'm like I'm still trying to figure out how I'm supposed to drive next month. bike. and I wanted to drive every other weekend. But it doesn't look like it's gonna happen financially. Um in between those with everything coming up, like my kid's birthday, Hawaii, F D. Like I love to go to F D. Like I think it's it's something that I owe since I've gotten into drifting, it's always something I've done. Like if it's local, I'll go. I'll make it happen whatever. Yeah. Um but those things aren't free, like it still costs me like a minimum of you know, a hundred bucks, depending on what I'm doing. If I decide to drive there, park there, eat there, like the food's not free. I'm not gonna bring a sandwich to rot in the car <laughs> while I'm while I'm chilling. <laughs> um, but I'm just saying, it's stuff like that. Like, and I'm still trying to drive at least twice a month right now, on top of uh, doing all that other shit I gotta go. I got going on, and then having to pull the car apart again. This off season, and then kind of like get it ready for next year. Because it, it, it I bypassed a lot of things to, uh, just like make it happen, and it, it doesn't at all. Like, it, this car still hasn't been tuned, and I've been running on, like, the, uh, the fucking, oh, the Holly Terminator, uh, closed loop, fucking self learn, quote unquote, setup. Oh, the self-learning too. Oh, it's not great, by the way. Like, if you smelled my oil right now, if I ran that thing again for another day, I would for sure spin a bearing. So what I've been doing is like changing <laughs> the oil every fucking time, and just running like a straight weight too. I haven't even been running like a the normal XWX weight. I've just been running like a forty weight straight, so it just stays the same. I'm hoping for the best. But yeah. Right now, it smells like E eighty five if you pull the dipstick yeah is, dude yeah. i
2: feel you yeah it, i feel you 100 adam knows i've been bitching about my engine for like the past i don't know how many how many weeks but my my oil smells like fuel it burns it. a lot of oil on startup mm-hmm. it burns oil at high RPM. yeah that's uh, yeah it's a struggle it's like it's like pay for this or don't drive at all
0: so it's that's pretty much yeah yeah all right, gentlemen, we... Jesus Christ, we're at two hours. Let's go. Yeah, I think I'm going to call it I got your really voice. quick before we go. Please do. Can I throw some Instagram questions in here? You are more than welcome to do so. I didn't ask. I Heck actually yes. stopped doing it. Just adds up for everybody else that's listening. I don't do the Instagram questions anymore. Um, and I won't be. Uh, but you guys are more than welcome to do it.
3: I have no problem with it. Go ahead. Awesome. I've got, I only have three, so it'll be pretty quick, I think. Um, this is from Sideways Z. He says, two questions. Cost, no objective. What kind of cars would you uh, would you guys build? We actually already uh, talked about that. And then what dream track or circuit to drive slash drift?
1: That's
0: a good question. That's a good
3: yours. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I would love to do a mihan in Japan cause I want to run the wall
2: for me. Hmm. I think, oof, I don't know. That's tough. I think it would be really cool just to do an oval. Honestly, right now, the, the only thing I really want to try is an oval. So any oval at all would be super cool for me to try
3: down um so I've got shifting through the gears podcast commented let's see if you were to start over in your uh, journey and drifting when would you have started earlier same later what would your ideal car to go with be or would you be with the car that you um with the like the same car that you had and I think we actually talked about this as well so I think we're good there um and then the last section is: What's your who's your dream tandem partner? I know who mine is. My dream tandem partner would be my wife. If I could ever get her to tandem with me, yes. that would be like the that would be the height of everything. Whatever pro am, whatever pro drifting, like tandem with my wife. Let's go.
0: I, I, sometimes I think about that too, and then at the same time, it's like. I spoke earlier about being a loner. I like to be alone. This is like my escape. The cars thing is like my, it's my thing to be away from everybody. Like the alone time is like very important to me. So when I'm driving to the track alone, getting in my car alone, setting it up alone. It means a lot. And people don't really understand that unless they completely understand it or they don't. Um, uh, but I do see at the same point of how, uh for different people how it can be like so compelling to do that with your partner with someone that you chose to like, spend the rest of your life with so do respect it and it. I think it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing by it's gay in that sense I mean it's not gay but it's gay no well, that's yeah no it's a great thing um uh-huh. Rico's gonna kick my ass for saying gay okay. <laughs>
2: what you, so to, to go back to the first question from shifting through the gears um if i could go back and start drifting earlier i i can't say that i would want to just because of my financial situation before i started drifting um i i maybe would have it would have just needed to be a lot cheaper car um but I'm kind of glad I started drifting when I did um, with the car I did. Cause I've learned so much with the FRS and the BRZ GT86. Um, and it's a car I'd recommend for like newcomers to get because the prices aren't bad. And you can, you can buy a stock FRS and get an open flash tablet tune at an 85 and you'll make like 180 to 190 wheel horsepower if you're lucky with a header. Um, and they're super easy to work on. Um, the alignment's a little tricky in the rear, but yeah i would definitely stick with the car i have um the second question what was the second question mm-hmm.
3: ideal car to go with it was ideal car to go with would you start- Oh, and
2: then the dream tandem partner
3: yeah tandem partner
2: okay so like it's hypothetical because i don't know if if gracie and i are gonna have kids but like you know how cool it would be? I think it'd be cooler if you were raising a girl than, like, a boy. Like, it'd be cool to raise your son and drift with him. But, like, can you imagine raising a daughter, getting her in a motorsports, and then doing tandems with your daughter? So, like, if I get to that point in life, my life is complete. That's all I need. That'd be pretty sick. That's, that'd be super cool.
0: Can I answer those questions? Yeah. And then. Yeah, dude, jump in. Let's yes.
2: go. No, Logan, finish yours. You said it, and then go ahead. Um, so if I had to, if I had to choose, like, like a YouTuber or something, like someone who's kind of like famous to be my, if I could go out in tandem with this guy right now, I think it'd be a blast. It would probably have to be. Taylor Ray, just because watching his like Miata LS build videos. like I don't know. I just like the way he builds stuff. I like the way he like does a lot of the stuff he does. Um, and I just think it would be super cool to meet him in person and then do tandems with him. I think it would be an absolute blast.
0: Oh, we got a watch, like, uh, in a year or two. His alignment videos mm-hmm. recently. That's the only time I catch like, I haven't certain... seen them. Yeah, if you just Google drift car alignment,
2: he comes up. He's, like, one of the first ones, actually. Um, hey, oh, sh- I'll come up, too. I made a video on how to align a FRS.
0: Um, oh, speaking of which, your and my suspension is kind of similar.
2: Yeah, so, where as soon as you adjust toe, the camera gets super, yeah. super Fuck goofy. I hate
0: it. Yeah, yeah but because it of the...
2: It's a dude, that's, like, um, so... I talked to a guy who does, he used to do like, uh, I, th- I think it was pro-am. I'm not hundred percent sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but he had an FRS for a while and that's one of the things he complained about is the rear end on these cars is really finicky like that. Um, v, myself, I like taking the time and like figuring it out. So like, same. I just did like toe plate alignments and I got it really close and then took it to laser alignment. And, um, I sent Adam the spec sheet. It was pretty close. Um, uh, but I think it was really fun to like overcome challenges like that. With the toe plate alignments, the only
0: downside about the toe plate alignment, uh, in my personal experience is that you don't know if you're truly centered because you're just kind of like yeah. going off of the toe plate. It's like, so let's just say you're you're an eighth of an inch out, right? At the end of the day, like, oh, I, I measured it; it's an eighth of an inch out. Uh, you can still be like an eighth of an inch in on one side, and then like yeah. three sixteenths and of an inch out on the other. Side, if that makes sense.
2: So one thing you can do, and what I do when I do toe plane alignments, so when like when I get my angle kit, what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to put wrong everything what together. I just said, but- No worries. Um, and I have like a, a five foot piece of angle aluminum. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I set that piece of angle aluminum on top of my toe plates. So it lines up with my door. And what I'll do is I'll center both wheels with the doors and then adjust the toe from there, because then you know that both of the wheels are, are in the same direction. So let's say, um, it's like half an inch toe in centered with the doors then you just tow it out to whatever you want and it's going to be pretty close to centered um that's what i did with my alignments and i don't remember the exact number but it was really really close and that's all i did was just centering that centering the wheels with the doors and then adjusting toe in from there or toe out from there yeah i did
0: so i don't know if you guys heard the episode with um nate hauck of big industries he's the one that owns it he was on a few episodes ago actually this year, earlier in this year rather, um, he's the one that told me about the uh, string with the up and how that's yeah. how Papadakis does it so I did it on this car so I did the same exactly what he told me to do and then I just kind of like I made sure my rack was centered so I don't have any boots on my uh, steering rack, I cut them off and uh, so I know that the rack is like truly centered and then I grab, I eyeball it first. I grab a, sh- a fish hook on the front with the string. that goes all the way to the back in the center of the wheel. And then I use, like, a jack stand on the back of the car so I know it's um, still centered and everything like that. And the string is super tight. And I also use two metal plates that I just threw some grease in between. And it, I think the metal plates that I put together were, like, $16. I think sure. then, I've also Googled it. And like YouTube a little bit, and like some people are using like linoleum, uh, like tiles, like you would see in a kitchen or something, or or a bathroom, mm-hmm. as as uh, quote unquote slip plates. So you can make your adjustments with those. That's how yeah, I've I been doing it. Yeah, just
2: use two pieces of wood.
0: Yeah, that's how I've been I'm doing broke. it. And then so I know if it's something's like um, toe in or toe it out a little bit. Like I'm able to like. Get it as close as I can, like, and I use middle, millimeter uh, measurements as opposed to um, inches and uh, you know fractions of an inch because it's kind of like harder to read a fraction than it is a millimeter. And then I yeah I do the in. same. I dial that in with the toe plates. So if I know like the car is going toe out, or at least it looks like it, like I'll double check with the toe plate, and then let's just say like, oh, I know it's only. Uh, in, in uh, an eighth of an inch out, but I want a quarter. Like I know with the toe plates that I do a little bit on the you know the right front and then a little bit the left front if I want to, uh, and vice versa for the rear. So I'm able to like know that it's centered because I know that I was I did one millimeter on each side. It's it's, it's harder to explain because I don't, but I've done it enough to like see. Like once you do it, you see it. You're like, oh shit, that's so much easier. See a kitty.
2: Um, Yeah, he's climbing. Gracie must be asleep, so now he wants to cuddle with me. Yeah. uh, Where were the. Yeah, it's 12.06 a.m. here. Yeah, I noticed it's 10 here.
0: Uh, What
2: were the other two questions?
0: Yeah, so I've I've got one more from uh, Project Jimbo 91. He
3: said, I got a question. How many times are you going to need me to fix your quarter panels and doors when you start doing comps regularly? This is my boy who helped me pull the dent out of my my quarter after I hit 350Z. Um, So probably weekly, Jimbo. But that's all I've got because he would give me a lot of shit if I didn't read his question.
0: So it is out there now. What was the first question that you got? That was a one or two or it was a uh, two questions Sideway.
3: yeah cost no objective what kind of cars would you build dream track or circuit to drive
0: and drift did that, did that he asked uh i built my yeah car no i want, want man that's if exciting. i had more money it would have a lot more parts in it um actually no it wouldn't um me today, it'd say if I had more money, it would have a lot more seat time in it. Same parts it has now. Um, actually, nice. I actually just picked up some front spring rate, some front springs um, to raise the spring rates in the front a little bit. For some other information, I've been reading. That was like sixty-five bucks. So cool. um, second part track is actually U.S. Air that you guys get to drive because I haven't driven wow. it. I've heard hey, so many yeah. great
2: things about it. Man, uh, US Air is a blast. It, Shit, it's, it is that, wild. it's that one, and so, I can't
0: remember. So, I can't remember the fucking name of it. It's the one, I want to it. say it's down in Florida. <sighs> you guys follow Hydro Hivers? No, I don't think so. God damn it. You no. guys need to follow them on the Facebook. They're on,
1: they're
0: on Instagram. Hydrohavers is, I don't know
3: that. Hang on, I gotta look. I I yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, but as a side there. note. If you want to, if you ever want to come out and drive U.S. Air, man, and you can make that trip happen or something, let us know. We can put you up. Like yeah, driving U.S. Air countries? is sick.
2: Yeah, um, ten out of I don't know. ten. Would I know recommend. That
0: ducks <laughs> at, like uh... at the Hydrohavers track, and I. I know someone's going to be like, fuck you for not knowing what it is. It's going to be one
2: piece
0: fuck you for not knowing what it is. We
1: always talk about it. Go
2: ahead. I'll bring it up after. Um, yeah, so I was just going to say, so, like, this weekend was my first time driving US Air. Mm-hmm. So, like, Intermediate is, is pretty level. There's not a whole lot of elevation change, um, except for, like, at the end, there is a little bit. But then advanced, the elevation change is so crazy. Um, So like the entry, there's a bit. And then like midway through the course, there's a part part where you're going uphill and you cannot see where the rest of the track is. So like my first two runs, I I didn't even do a parade lap. I just started drifting it. Mm -hmm. And I had to like slam on the brakes and like handbrake and quick clutch kick so I could change direction. Yeah, it's crazy. It's so much fun. It would be really interesting to see you drive the Cadillac at US Air. Oh, it'd be
0: awesome. Wait, is it like super. And I don't narrow? care how
2: much of a loner you are. I want to ride along.
0: Uh, well, <laughs> the good thing about being a loner is I don't have a passenger seat.
3: Of course. Austin oh. brings passenger seats in a harness.
2: You know yeah, yeah. Seats cost, and a welder to just... weld it in. Yeah. No, I'm not worried
0: about welding it in. I can, I can handle that. It's the cost of the seat of, uh, what is it, like, it's going to be like 500 bucks minimum. by the time I'm done. You're
2: yeah. going to wake up tomorrow and there's going to be a, a GoFundMe that's by Gerald, a passenger seat. No.
0: <laughs> Please don't. I mean, ride-alongs, I don't know, for me,
3: ride-alongs is one of my favorite things to do. Really? I, I love giving people rides. It's no. Like...
0: My biggest thing is, like, uh, getting this stuff paid for because... Help more. Like at the same. Don't get me wrong. I, I can't completely afford it. You know. I could afford more if I had help. But at the same time, like I don't know if I want. Help. that sense?
2: Are you talking like help from friends or help as in sponsors? Finance,
0: finances from sponsors because, uh, like I've brought up in the past, like Chris Forsberg or or Ryan Turk doing their thing, and you see them doing, like, their sponsor stuff, if you want to, like, I don't want to do that, like, I watched Rome do it recently, setting up, like, like doing, uh, take after take of, like, setting up, uh, like, talking about his sponsors, like, for recording to, like, release something, and I was like, oh, that, that, that's not something I want to do. It seems like a job. Yeah, yeah. I already have a job that I don't want to
2: do. <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, I mean I I kinda like recording YouTube videos, even like just showing how to do something. Um, you know, it's like I'll do like multiple takes and then like I'll get to like three takes and I'll be like, Jesus Christ, why can't I talk? or like you know, it's just stupid stuff like that. So I I can understand where that would be kind of not a lot of fun to do as a job.
0: No, I wouldn't do it. Um. Anyways, I'm and
2: especially like me, I do it for fun. But having to do it, that would be a different story. Yeah, I'm not interested in that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. The other, the other I, contribute would contribute that. uh, what? I would
3: contribute to that fund though, which is I would contribute to that seed fund for uh, ride-alongs in the Cadillac. <laughs>
0: Um, you know, I think I want to be better than I am now. Um, I know my skill level and I know, like, where I need to be. Like, I'm making changes to the car and I'm finally kind of, like, figuring it out. But I don't want to bring somebody in there and, like, have them have, like, a bad experience just spitting out. Like, I get it, the Cadillac looks cool. It's a Cadillac that's drifting like everyone else out there is, um, uh, a 240, a Nissan or a BMW or a Toyota. When I have this fucking pile of shit and it's it makes sense to gravitate to but I don't want to have somebody to have a, have a bad experience with it so I would rather wait well, until I, mean, I know it's like good to go um, but also it needs to be my, my um, skill level needs to be good to go as well like I know where I'm at I know I'm not the greatest driver on top of not having the greatest vehicle to be drifting with um, it does. It does. Yeah. Uh, but but I know where I'm at. Where other people may not, and they think they're God's gift to drifting. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm probably the last person to be saying any of that. Um, what was it? There was a track and a dream car build. And the next question was. Yeah. I, uh, let's see
3: here.
2: Your dream tandem partner.
3: Yeah, dream tandem partner. Hop on
0: there. Uh, I'm going to say it's Vaughn. Um,
2: I really to Vaughn as far as... Dude, like, that would um, be that would be super wild. Yeah,
0: because not only his driving style, I really like it. Um, but just somebody who, like... Just, I don't know if you guys know Vaughn's story. He just kind of, like, quit his fucking job one day and made this happen. And he's probably uh, has, like, the highest budget in FD like his is like the creme de la creme of the budget to have and if they I think I don't I don't know I don't personally know his actual budget but um judging by the looks of it it's, it's it, it looks to be superior to the budget rather than anybody else's on the team like he's the only one running two cars I don't see anybody else running two cars I know that you guys see other teams Running a two-car deal, like one in pro spec and one in pro, but I know a little bit of details about that, and I know it's not all of what it seems, um, uh, from my understanding. And then, um, huh. his seems to be, like, having the Ford backing, like, a Roush name, which is super huge. I don't necessarily know if, uh, like, JTD has Ford backing. I know he has, like, a little bit of Roush, but I don't know if it's, like, Ford directly. Um, but him for sure. And then anybody outside of him, like, not a pro, would probably just be, like, somebody who I've, like, clicked with on the internet. Um, and I think I would say it's gonna be Yohan. Out of, uh... Oh, this is, I know he lives in Louisiana. Shreveport, I think it's Shreveport.
2: Another person that'd be super cool to drive with, or, or honestly just meet in person, is Rome like i listened to rome's podcast with you and i sent it to adam i was like dude i don't give a shit what you're doing you need to stop what you're doing right now and listen to the podcast i was like this isn't even a podcast about drifting this is just a podcast about like chasing your dreams and just being the best human i swear to god i i i
0: I like envy rome so much because of like how nice he is and um we were at a. He, w- he was a judge. And like his
2: story too,
0: dude. It's wild. And then like he was the judge at the drifting, the drift league last time, and we were kind of talking, and like he's so positive. Like he makes you believe that you can do something with whatever it is you have that you want to do. Like, um, like verbatim, it was, oh, this car may not work for anybody else, but it works for him is what he said to me and like he made me believe it and I was like this
1: fucker I was, like, this...
0: not that he's he's not lying but like he truly believes that that possibly like yeah that car might work um but i don't know if you guys like i know him personally and he's like he's the nicest fucking guy ever and he, like he makes you believe in yourself yeah. and then cuz i'm very hard on myself and, like, you, you listened to that episode, and then he was like, Well, why couldn't you have
2: these people help you about, like, boom, right? Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up.
0: Yeah. And then I was like, Oh, shit. Because of, of me, probably. Me, I'm the reason that <laughs> these people can't help me. Uh, but it was, it was just, uh, he does make you believe things are achievable, even if you don't believe them. Like, he's like, Yes, they are. Like, if you fucking go in with that energy, maybe not, but. Believe
3: it or not, they are man. So I listened to like I re-listened to that episode on the way to U.S. Air uh over the weekend. Jesus. My wife, my wife is in the car too, and we were both just like, man, like after this episode, we could probably do anything we want, right? Because like
0: Rome's energy is nice. just fire. Yes. Yeah. Like I've had so many people tell me about that exact episode about like Rome and his energy. I mean, Sorry, I right, don't bring the same to the table. Yeah. But it is what it is, and I'm glad I had someone who did. <laughs> uh, but uh, like, I have a friend. Uh, she's actually working on my uh, my sponsor deck stuff. She's actually going to be starting some pretty soon. Tati Zimer, who I brought up on the past, brought up in the past. She's actually working on doing like consulting. The consulting business for like um, maybe not necessarily getting you sponsors, but just kind of like telling you how to market yourself. She's she'll be able to like build your sponsor deck, and you'll be able to like go to her for information. Like, hey, how do I approach this company? What information do I need to find out before I approach this company? And she'll be able to like give you those like these list of items. Obviously, it's in much more detail than that. But she like just graduated, finishing uh, college and like marketing and stuff like that. So you can make sure you do these things correctly. She's kind of like running with that. Uh, yeah. But she even had mentioned about the Rome episode of how she listens to that episode and oh. is the same way with you guys. Like how he's like so positive, like, makes you believe, really, gives you this confidence. That you didn't know you had. That you can do this. Does that makes sense? Yeah, I think
3: it's huge. Like you go into these, I don't know. Like look what we're doing. We're trucking cars sideways and like spending a ton of money on them and stuff. And it's like, if you go into that with a negative attitude, no way do you a go anywhere. B drive well. C have fun. Like you, you gotta have a good like attitude when you go into this stuff.
0: No, I agree. I agree. And I, I'm at the point where I've like given up on. I'm, uh, I'm gonna do the best. I'm going to make it. Now it's just like I just want to drive, and I want to have a good time. And part of that good time comes with getting better because you don't have a bad time when you're getting better at something. I don't see anybody having a bad time because they progressed. That makes sense. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, essentially, you have a good time when you do better. Like when you win, people have a good time because they won. It, it just it comes with it, and and now I've. I have let go of uh, I'm gonna be competitive I'm gonna be the best so like I'm just gonna go have a good time and sometimes good times come with wins sometimes good times just come with a learning experience because you know you can do better the next time
3: that was a uh, that was me after our the hyper drift competition like the hyperfest had a good time yeah. learned a lot and um, yeah didn't. But it was like, well, whatever. Didn't drive the best in that comp, but I learned a lot. And in no, no, retrospect, good. it was a good time. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing now. It's just like, let's just go have a good time with my friends that I've made through drifting now. Or I can be like, hey, you can follow me. Because yeah. people were always being like, hey, make sure you follow us, And <laughs> Wrong one. <laughs> Wait, you guys are all both to the right of me.
2: Not, yeah, we're yeah. all different spots. Yeah. We're all pointing to each other right now. After yeah, you said exactly. "drifting friends," yeah. uh, but
0: it's just it's it's getting to a place. It's getting to a good place for me, and I hope it gets to a good place for everybody. We're all just having a good time, and like I said, that good time becomes uh, doing well. Uh, a good time becomes. Beating somebody you didn't think you can beat in a tandem battle or something. Even if it's beating yourself and your are part of the yeah. breakdown.
2: Even if it's even if it's not going into the concrete barrier when you enter at US Air. Yeah. You hit
0: the concrete wall. That's a huge win.
2: That's a huge win. That's gonna be a huge win. I'm gonna show up to US Air with no front end and it, you know, my car fixed, I'm gonna be like, let's do this. Let's get it done.
0: Fingers crossed. Already, gentlemen, I think I'm going to call it here. We're at like two and a half hours, and I am not editing or releasing this episode until another day, which is not today. Logan, how can people reach awesome. you or find you?
2: Um, So if they stretch out their arms really far, they can probably reach me i'm kidding so um instagram is gonna be yebo it's y-e-e-e-b-o-o-o so three e's and three o's my Inst or my youtube is i need to double check this really quick i believe it's just yeah it's just y-e-b-o um that's gonna be the youtube that i record like a lot of the car stuff i haven't recorded a whole lot lately um But other than that, I mean, that's pretty much the main things I use. So if you have any questions about, like, drifting a stock FRS, the past two years have been just crazy learning experiences. Um, I've got quite knowledgeable with the chassis and, you know, different things you can do to help prevent things. So I invite anybody to ask me questions about the chassis. (laughs)
0: Me? Hey. No, no, not me. Hey.
3: Sounds good. I saw the look. I was like, all right. Um if anyone wants to reach me, it's adam.b.racing racing on Instagram or Adam Billings on Facebook. It's usually the easiest. Um, if people have questions, if they want to come drive, if they want to ride a lot, like whatever, hit me up, you know, reach out. I'm always down to meet new people in the drifting community. So I'd love to you know, meet some new people, drive some new tracks, like I don't know, if you're listening to this and you want to come out and drive something that's local to me, come crash in my place, I'm cool with that, whatever, man. Like, let's just drive some more stuff, meet some more people. That goes for you, too, Gerald. Come out and drive.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. like I fucking drive drive all the way to some place where you live. You guys in the Midwest, right?
2: Hey. Yeah. yeah, Johnson mm-hmm. in Illinois. Please. Yeah, where we exactly. say bag okay. weird.
3: You said it, US air No, no, no. I, I would absolutely
2: love to drive there. I don't see that happening anytime soon. Um, All right, down. let's start another GoFundMe. All right, no, <laughs> no, nope, nope. I don't need GoFundMe. <laughs> okay. uh, I do what I can afford, and I go from there. Hard work, exactly. Yeah, hard wow. work is my GoFundMe.
0: All right, gentlemen. Thank you guys for coming on. I do appreciate it. Um, we'll be in touch. You guys have a good one. Best of luck to the both of you. Hope to see you guys both in a Pro-Am series or shootout of some sort, which is kind of a thing now, I guess. But you guys yeah. have a good one. Be safe. Good night, sirs.
2: end it there. Good night to you, to Lou.
0: Thanks for having us on. Really appreciate it. It's been fun.
3: Likewise.